you know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days, and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had Florona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's Fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them you know, a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said no. Go back to the website. Sign up as a, new, uh, a repeat patient and get treated properly. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone. And then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
And welcome back, fuckers. Maybe not to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. Did you not turn the wow. camera on, dumbass? Uh, yeah. So about that, we're kind of here, but we're not. What did you just do? You're going to love it. I mean, shit just never goes according to plan. One of these days. Oh, there we are. Look at you. It's almost like we weren't there for a second. What? Now we're back. See? So, okay, except we're really close up again. What do you What do you keep doing to us here? Well, I gotta move it around because we don't we don't have pilled in in the in the box. So You're I, killing me. I don't care. <laughs> I, I can only hope to be the reason of that one day. Mm. <laughs> anyway, we're waiting for our guest to join us. I confirmed with her this afternoon, um, but um, not quite sure. So. We'll, uh, we'll see. Fish, fish and chips sounds good too. Yes, it does. Mm, yes, maybe. Except we don't have any uh, HP brown sauce. Where, where did you go for fish and chips there, Wix? Fish and chips <clears throat> plus law. Mm. Uh, now you're now you're just tickling my fancy. Okay. Nobody likes to tickle my fancy though. Especially me. <laughs> I was about to say, mm -hmm. definitely you. Yep. But either way, uh, how crazy is it that as days go by, it just, I, I didn't think it could get worse. I thought it was like a Saturday. I thought Joe Biden, uh, oh, she made it. Shit. My bad girl. Damn. Nice. All right, then. You know, you know how to get into a man's pants right through his stomach. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's a more direct route. It's normally over the hill and through the valley. Oh, I just thought it was through a zipper, but okay. <laughs> no, no, I do it with a bullet. <laughs> Actually, it's way more better when he dangles his dingle dangle in the dirt. But uh, that, like, I thought it was Saturday. That was the weekend. Joe, just take a seat, relax, bud. It, it is Saturday. Nah, nah, not for Joe. Joe thinks it's Monday. What are you talking about? Uh, today, what happened to you? Pay attention to the news that I did you. Uh, no, I was out outside working at the store at the farmer's market. I was all over the place. I was not watching the news. It's a Saturday. Joe should be sleeping, That's eating ice cream. What I was saying. Why the fuck would I watch the news on a Saturday? Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't sleep. <laughs> he didn't eat ice cream. <laughs> Okay, so it was Jim Carrey in the mask today. Maybe. Okay. Possibly. Who knows? Okay. Um, he's just so fucking shit. What do he do? Again. Uh, he's just, it's the same shit. I mean, he's just fucking it up even worse. Uh, now, apparently, he wants to uh, ban all suppressors, even though suppressors have been yet to be used in any crime. But we as Americans... To a amendment loving patriots. We're not allowed to have it. No, nope, um, definitely not. And not to mention, I, I, I didn't catch on to this. Somebody actually sent this to me. There was a little blurb, and I, I don't know if anybody noticed it, but um, the definition of what they called patriot terrorism. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Patriot terrorism? Yes. Am I, am I top of the list there? No, no, no. It was in the, the little fucking shindig they put on the other night. Oh, really? Yeah. So I am top of the list there. 
Well, probably. Okay, so what is patriot terrorism? Well, what their definition of it is, basically it's any any person in America that commits a crime against the government. Does that sound familiar? Well, I didn't commit any crime against the government, so. So anybody that commits- As far as I'm concerned, they committed a crime against me. On, let me make sure I get this right. So anybody that commits a crime against the crown? Oh no, I meant, meant the government. Oh no, but that's the same thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Isn't that funny? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Wix wants to know how, how Armstrong is. Armstrong, Armstrong update. Armstrong is doing awesome, actually. Um, he, uh, are you done? What are you doing? You freak. <laughs> I just noticed it. I was like, Arm shit. Armstrong the duck um, is quite fantastic. Both his eyes are open. Uh, he ate dinner tonight. He was a little spoiled. He ate kale and Swiss chard along with duck food. And then he had strawberries for dessert. So um, he's quite happy. And I had to chase him around his pool in order to catch him to get his pills in him the last time. And it's very interesting shoving pills down a duck's throat. So, <laughs> you know, it's more interesting was the fact she was talking good, to me that good thing she, he's only half size because he's only like six, you know, six, seven weeks old. So. After he was done, he jumped off her lap walked about four paces away, turned and looked at her and then his health head fell to the <laughs> side and he passed out because of the painkillers. No, he ate a little, he ate a little bit first and he took a drink of water and then he totally just, just went. Is, yeah. And they, he's still and standing. He so, and at one point I, I was, I was like massaging his, his chest, like, yeah. you know, scratching his belly. Like he loves that. That it's, crackhead was It's out. so funny. And he like leaned over and he put his beak on my hand instead of on his back and totally passed out like on my hand. And then I couldn't move because I had a duck sleeping on my hand. I'm like what the? No, I'm pretty, I'm almost, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure um, it was a fox. It, I, I don't know. The vet thought it was a raccoon because she didn't think of, she thought a fox would, would have killed him. But, um, I don't know. Uh, whatever it was, tried to get back in again last night, and I think the chicks drove it off. I put more chicken wire up. It went up in that little hole above where we put the hard hardware cloth. Mm. Um, so it, I I don't know. It. I don't think that's that doesn't sound like a raccoon to me. <sighs> Raccoons are sneaky, and they're they, they're, they're smart. Don't get me wrong. Trash pandas are, but normally fucking. But there's a lot. There's food in there, so they'll they'll do anything for even for duck food. Look, crackheads are are fucking ingenious too. And trash pandas can very often be compared to crackheads. I mean, you give a raccoon a hot dog, and they might as well be a fucking crackhead. So while we're at on this topic, and we're talking about crackheads, apparently we're a bunch of racist assholes. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Why? We got some hate mail. Oh, dude, this was so funny. Okay. Um, oh, and real quick, before we get away from this, because um, I don't want to forget this point. So uh, we are currently examining the possibilities. And if you are a lawyer or know a lawyer out there, mm -hmm. and uh, you would like to take on a case pro bono with the possibility of fucking making tons of money um, and more than likely taking care of fucking the government for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. um, we are looking into the possibilities of suing. I want to see them. The government. For defamation of character. Not only defamation, but they didn't get our permission before they used the video. Mm -hmm. And they never talked to her like they claim. And uh, we're just going to jump on this early and just say, hey, fuck you. Watch this. Hold yeah. my beer. And, and I mean, not only that, but now how am i how am i ever going to get a job again like any place that i go to any hotel that i go to uh, 
that's it. I mean, I work in hospitality. Like, yeah, but what? Um, it's not even that. I mean, fuck all of that. They made me look like a freaking terrorist. They completely misconstrued what I said. They cut it to make it sound like something entirely different. And um, no, they, I mean, they basically, and now well, I'm way. getting attacked on Twitter, which I think is kind of hysterically funny because then I, you know, I, I come back at them with logic and reason. Like they think they're going to get a rise out of me. Like I'm going to, I'm going to cry and, and go kill myself. Like, are you fucking kidding me? No, I don't give a shit about you. We tell other people um, to go kill themselves. No, I don't. But, um, but I, I for example, I this email that we got from Wanda Sanchez. So we don't want to screw your name up, Wanda. No, no. Um, Wanda, wait, what's, what's, what's the email address? It's, uh, L A L A. So Lala Tina, T-I-N-A, 169 at live.com. Okay. Uh, so Lala Tina, 169 at, love, at live.com. Wanda Sanchez is her name. She said, you all need to die, dumbass white bitches. Fuck you and Trump. Fucking flakes. Fucking Nazi wannabes. White trailer trash. All you white power patriot motherfuckers. Okay. So I responded. So Wanda got a lovely so, automated response no, no, because no, 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 I had I, to come up with something I that was like this. I wrote this. I, I, I was sitting there telling, cause I read it this morning before he, I left like, for he work. He thought I was going to get upset. So, I didn't give a fuck. I, I, I Whatever. knew you were going to You give get a fuck. more upset no. about these things than I do. I, I giggled. At I this think one. they're funny. Yeah. I giggled at this mm -hmm. one. So I, I woke up, I read this email and I'm sitting there. I'm trying to think about how I'm going to respond. Because, because first thing in the morning, I, I am not a nice person. I wanted to do the whole like auto generated automated response. Like, Hey, thanks for reaching out. We really appreciate it. We value what you say. We're going to get back to you as soon as we can. We're just a little busy right now. Thanks so much. And you're such a fucking dry, hard cunt. That, that we don't want to talk to you anyway. You have a good day. So no, in no. understanding that effort, so, so. Velen takes that direction <laughs> so hard. and winds it in this now, mind fucking you, like 50 cal a, dick punch from a mile away. 705 in the morning. I've been up for about five minutes. And if any anyone that knows me knows that my morning anger, um, it. It almost cost her marriage uh, within four days. But, within um, four like days of when us I, being married. When I when I when I used to work, um, it when I used to get paid to work, um, because I still work now, I just don't get paid for it. It's a totally different job. Uh dude, I work my ass off every fucking day. You see those vegetables out there, you see the chickens and you see the ducks. Yeah. I guess my uh, five other incomes can uh, just take a back seat then. I guess, hey, huh? no, no, I didn't oh, say that. No, I said, no. oh, I, said I wasn't I getting get paid. paid to work. I'm feeding us. Okay. So fuck off. Anyway. Um, so, I, but when I, when I used to work in the hotel, uh, everyone knew. And in fact, if vendors came in and they'd be looking for me first thing in the morning, my team would, would tell them just wait until she's at least halfway down her coffee before you speak to her. Okay. So this is before I'd even had a cup of coffee. So this is my response. Dear Wanda, thank you for your email. I'll pray that God heals you of the vile hatred that fills your heart and drives your soul. <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face, you <laughs> dumbass. Give me it so I can read it. 
<laughs> Dear Wanda, thank you for your email. I pray that God heals you of all the vile hatred that fills your heart and drives your soul. Your lack of em empathy and ability to see past your own brainwashing and think for yourself is disheartening, but not unexpected in today's society. But I'm sure you're overvaxxed and you're going to die soon anyway. If you are, I'd ask that you pray for forgiveness before you are burn in hell for eternity. <laughs> Have a great weekend and thanks for your support. Sincerely, the Patriot Party Podcast. <laughs> so that was our automated response. So if you ever <laughs> if you've ever received that email, which none of you in the Wolfpack ever will, no. <laughs> Then you know you really pissed do morning us off. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And oh my God, I completely forgot about the most important one of all. Dude, is she like ditching us again? Uh, she might be. Boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Like <laughs> Vixen said, she just spit out her drink. Um, but that's okay. She's ghosting us. Well, she might be. That's okay. Um, because, well, there's two other possibilities that I wanted to do. I saw something that struck text my fancy. What? I just texted her again. No, text Justin. You text Justin. I don't have my phone up. Well, where the fuck's your phone? No idea. Jesus Christ. I, I, I don't live and die by that thing. Obviously. I wish that thing would die actually before I do. Mm-hmm. I've tried to shoot mine on several different occasions. Fucker slippery though. He gets away. Lucky little bitch. Or I'm just waiting for the perfect shot, which I don't want. I don't ever like waiting for. <sighs> at live is that xbox i i don't know i is it i i'm not sure at live.com uh yeah it's a microsoft i don't recall 22 i don't I, I welcome by the way sir i don't think i've ever seen your unless you're over on pilled uh i i don't know to be honest with you i just know that that <laughs> she was not happy with us we said something to, we definitely got around no no to, i did i did she obviously saw saw on twitter that i was the person in the video and she um followed the link on my profile to our email and i'm surprised that that's the only one we've gotten to be quite honest i th i thought it'd be a lot worse than that but hey you know it is what it is i i still think the fucking the response is priceless they're pretty good um there was something crazy that I saw. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Hmm. Like that? Got the little one or the big one? Because I got this is the this is the 365 SA, uh, SAS. Just a we we one as I like to call it. This is my we one. I've got my my full sizes. It's very big. I don't like carrying it around as much as I used to. 
Hmm. Are you still looking for something? I am. See, here we are having some silence. I was just. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care. I know. Oh. I guess. Uh, what do you all want to talk about? Fuck it. Well, let's see if we can get Justin on here. If I can get Justin, if we can get Justin on here, it's done. We'll, we'll pump out three hours easy, just bullshitting, hanging on, hanging out. We just got ghosted. No shit. Okay. What? A, that's like the second time, right? Or was one time ours? No, the other time she told me at the last minute that she had a migraine and couldn't come on. But I don't know. Maybe she fell asleep. I, I have no idea. Exhale. That's what I'm talking about. They come with that too. I mean, I literally that, I confirmed with her at like two thirty this afternoon. So is that not know. badass too that they come with a fifteen round magazine? You have to buy the was seventeen for the the nineteen the Glocks, and uh, what are you thinking about the board about border about the border border wall of Palooza? Uh, I'm I'm actually looking very forward to it. I, I, I actually, cause y'all some crazy motherfuckers. I can't wait to meet all you bastards. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be awesome. We're going to enjoy it. Uh, no matter what happens, it doesn't matter how this works out folks. Just remember if all of a sudden you get like a message, if you're on your way, um, you get a message via Twitch or we jump on Twitch cause I'm definitely going to be there at least a couple days or a day before. Um, we're going to try to be, uh, so if you get a message, via twitch or all of a sudden we go live on twitch make sure you listen to that motherfucker before you're not in cell phone coverage anymore so that way you know where you're going because we will definitely put out some information where we're going to be at on the wall if uh of course it is i'll, I'll say it again so just make sure that you're paying attention the a day or two before the actual um location before we actually meet and uh we'll put out any changes any location changes or anything because we're going to try to be there a little early just want to make sure um we pick the right spot that we can get everybody in there um and i don't give a fuck how much room we take up but and there will be a secondary spot uh, i just we just got to look on the map and figure out where we're going to do that at there is a national campground um i don't really want to go there because that is controlled by the federal government. And if they want us off that land and they don't want us on the fucking border patrol land, they will fucking kick us off there too. Uh, so I'm, we're trying to look around for local, like, uh, Kiowa or whatever the Koa fucking campground places to see if there are any of those or any state run campground campground places where we just park RVs, um, RV parks, um, we're looking, so we're trying to find another place. Uh, we might be a little ways away from Sassabi, but fuck it. If it if it is what it is to if that's what it takes to do it, I I say we're still a go because uh, enough of us will have set alternate means of transportation that will be able to drive people down there. Uh, I know I'm bringing. I'll have a pickup that seats five, and I got a full bed, so we'll be able to throw people in the back. Um, I know Justin will be down there. If you with don't his mind, truck. you know as 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 long as you don't look Hispanic, because then they, they might take them for illegals. Put a bunch from the back. No, nah, there saying. won't be nothing about that truck that would say anything That's about that illegal too. on it. Um, oh, deplorable Janet. Hello, Janet. Hello, madam. Hey, Janet, you want to pop on the show? Our guest uh, ghosted us. We got ghosted. Yeah. 
you're always fun to have. I'll send you a. Have you heard about Supreme Court ruling constitutional carry in all 50? Heard it's a rumor. Yes. Yeah, I heard that too. Well, it, it, there's two possibilities there. Um, what it does is, if you know what the argument is currently right now, facing the Supreme Court and that, um, if they make constitutional carry in all 50, that means um, reciprocity would no longer cover for anything else. That means you can carry any way you want in any of the 50 states. The only problem with that is D.C. will still probably be a no-go zone only because D.C. is not a state. It is a district in and out of itself. And so it's it would be like the last bastion liberal shithole, so to speak. Oh, we'll be safe. I'm not worried about that. Trust me, if we, if we think at any point that we're getting set up, you're gonna you're gonna watch me throw. We'll we'll pop smoke faster than a motherfucker. Actually, we'll tell you all the pop smoke. We might still go though, just to fuck around with them. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad Janet. All right, Janet's gonna put on a bra and and be on in a few minutes because the other option was I kind of wanted to do a COVID show. We haven't done one in a very long time. Um, I have nothing ready for. Oh, I do. I always have COVID stuff ready. I always have COVID stuff ready. They're dying for me to go back to sleep. I'm going to be like sitting here. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, because, you know, the, the, again, the, the most recent documents from Pfizer came out May 28th ish. Yeah. You know what? Nobody's even gotten through the first set of fucking documents. But they have because there's, um, Naomi Wolf has an organization. And they basically, they, they crowdsource it. Um, uh, Steve Bannon helps with it. And um, they, you know, they send out, you know, a couple pages to different people and, and everyone goes through it. And uh, yeah, there you go. Um, I, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, Get the fuck okay. out Okay. That's not it. There it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they found a lot of data about, or lack thereof, about pregnancy in the Pfizer vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pregnant women generally were, yeah, see, um, pregnant, yeah, Naomi Wolf and her team do have some sort of lawsuit now against the FDA, but uh, pregnant women were excluded from the trials, but some of them got pregnant anyway. They like 300 of them, they lost track of about 250. The 50 that they tracked, um, like 46 of them lost their babies or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. So I heard that. And then I also heard uh, that they're going to try now going after Fauci for the fucking. Um, well, now they're, they want to give it to infants, baby babies. Uh, they've already approved that. Baby babies. Uh, real quick. Which, no, June 21st, I think, is the approval on that. Is there truth to Trump calling? No. It, it wasn't, he did not call her out. Trust me. That's all bullshit. I listened to what he said. He never called her out. Mm-mm. He just said that she was not involved completely as everybody liked to think. That's it. Yeah. They just lost track. Uh, oh, yeah. They just, lo- so by so law, wait. they're actually supposed to track them. Um, and they just, 
they they didn't they basically they kicked them out of the study and they they didn't track them so they have no study on the effects of the vaccine on pregnant women except for the ones that the few that they did track and then um oh actually i did read a story actually mm-hmm. it's pretty badass that mm-hmm. I, uh, actually it's a win for you <laughs> there's are, gonna be a lot of wins for me tonight but they're not good they're now linking <laughs> uh this prion disease prion folding disease yep, yep. with the covid mm-hmm. vax and guess what else they're linking to that hmm. advanced onset senior alzheimer's no nope, that's what prion folding diseases causes but you only, no no only it, live a couple months yeah it'll kill you though yeah advanced uh, senior on, onset adult yeah whatever the fuck jesus it's so many goddamn words so tired of it yeah anyway when you get that shit you start acting like joe yeah oh yeah joe yeah. got the vaccine just saying yeah. Oh, he, he sure did. So, mm. I mean. Interesting. Which Joe? I wonder which vaccine he got. And, you know, I mean, which, I wonder which, which Joe, Joe got, got which vaccine. So how many, how you know, how many Joes have gotten how many shots? That's just great just question. questioning, you know. So. I wonder if Jim Carrey's had all his shots. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. What about Matthew McConaughey? Because he's kind of a cunt too now. I'm so disappointed. I can tell. Seriously. After after doing Dallas Buyers Club and knowing what he knows about Fauci, he's coming out like this. Yeah. He probably doesn't even have a big cock. I don't know what you ladies are getting all worked up about. Probably is like that baby dick thing. He's like, ooh, baby dick, baby dick, baby dick. Why do you always got to make it personal? Because <laughs> it is with him. I mean, Jesus Christ. He is a stunningly good-looking man. He is. I, I just, I don't like that. Exactly. There's something wrong with you. So you have to go, you, you have to go after his cock because he's a stunningly good-looking man. You're right. And I'm Irish <laughs> and I have a small cock. So what's your point? Jesus Christ. Oh, what? uh, what's the, wrong way, with the way I phrase that. And yeah. Anyway, you're right. It is all about the dick. Who is that? No, that's not you anymore. Yeah, it's not even about his dick. Never has been. Never. Nope. Never. Mm-mm. You don't have that. Still so disheartening and disappointing. I mean, for real. So... Matthew McConaughey, the JJ. He's a pussy boy now. Uh huh. Yes. He, he always kind of was. They all are. Mm-hmm. Yep. He will be smited. I I watched. I this, am the great smiter. I watched this five-hour documentary. Wait, about Nixon said it. I'm sure it's small. See that Freemasons, <laughs> and I was shocked and appalled that some of the people, most of them, I expected, but some of them, I I wasn't. So shocked and appalled mm-hmm. why are you so shocked and appalled how do you think they get there how do you think they get as much power how do you think i know I, I was just like you know it's, it's funny. literally everyone in hollywood i was sitting there just watching like the skulls if you've never watched that stupid movie it is pretty mm-hmm. fucking stupid and mark paul walker it's much before his better acting days i don't think he had a better acting day i think his best role was car crash <laughs> too soon is it too soon for me to say that <laughs> His best role was car crash. <laughs> Come on. Oh, shit. That was funny. Anyway. Really not. Gallo Seymour. Come on. 
anyway, if you watch that movie and you watch what they talk about there, uh, especially when it gets to where they have their fingers in and they're sitting there and they talk about like how they got the, the fucking lawyers, they got the governors, they got the senators, they got the Supreme court justices. And it's just like, you think, you think about that shit. Think about how many people would it require for, to pull off some of the stuff we talk about, especially just some of the conspiracies. All of them. How many? No, but I mean, how many? Like, there's a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I would have to think that that number, I mean, but that they, number would have to be grand. Oh, I mean, or not necessarily if they're if it's all compartmentalized. Everybody and only a few people. Only a few know people know everything. the full plan. Yeah, I don't see. I don't think you can do that. All right, so. One of the things I always compare it to, and I hate doing this, but it always goes back to Batman shit because the Dark Knight series was a one of my favorite kit, uh, comic books coming up because it was growing up because it was the only one where people died. And B, if you look in the Dark Knight series, one of the big things in the Dark Knight series that they that they kind of it shows you, especially when the Joker takes over because Joker's fucking nuts. Every time he shows like how a great conspiracy would work, which is you break into a bank. The guy that was driving the bus, um, as you're walking off the bus, if you're the last man, you shoot the driver. Then you get into the actual. Where Ooh, you sweet. Okay. okay. Courtney's coming on in 10. All right. Well, let Janet know. So she can okay. stop rush, rushing to put it. Okay. Okay. On. Okay. And she can just free ball it. Free ball in the Free baller. Anyway, um, and the driver, the guy, the guy that the last guy out of the bus shoots the driver. Then as you go on into the bank, the last guy into the bank kills the second or the second to last guy into the bank kills the last guy coming into the bank. Um, and then as you keep doing it, all the numbers just keep dwindling and the concerned parties and the par parties of knowledge are no longer alive. So you kind of kill a conspiracy as it goes on. The idea of conspiracies is to keep them very small, keep them very short, keep them right there, able to cut, move on. That's the normal idea of a conspiracy. Now, looking at what we look at, we're looking at, I mean, think about it. Just look at what... Um, uh, the guy that JFK conspiracy guy, uh, conspiracy guy. Um, I can't remember his name right now. We were in Colorado, met him in Colorado. Corey Hughes. Corey Hughes. Holy shit. Look at all the people that he talks about in his 80. And that's the 80 slideshow, not the 194 slide slideshow. Mm -hmm. That's the, the eight hour slideshow as compared to the four hour slideshow. We did the four hour slideshow. How many names did he bring up? I, a hundred at least. At least a hundred names. That is a huge conspiracy. Think about it. That is a hundred people that you have to keep their mouth shut. That's a hundred people that got to keep their mouth shut. Dude, I shit. I don't trust you around my wife, let alone with a secret that might end the world or might destroy all of mankind or destroy civilization. There's, there's no way in fucking hell. I'm letting anybody near that. I, I don't trust anybody. Okay, I want you to play this real quick. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna air. Well, you just don't drop it to you, I think. Give a shit. Or no, because it goes along with with what you were just talking about. Here, I'll text it to you. 
Oh my God. Because it, it fits right in with ever, with exactly what you were just saying. And it's everything that's, that's happening. Um, I hope I can play it. Yeah, there you go. Okay. We'll try this one more time. Thanks, Fiction said I love your devotion. I'm 100% devoted to him. I don't know how, but she is. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately ladies and gentlemen. Oh. All right, she's going to have to give us. Oh, there's Janet. There's Janet. Excellent. Is Janet coming on too? Yeah. Oh, I can take a nap. Sweet. <laughs> Douche. All right. Okay. Tad O'Malley. What the fuck is going on here? I don't know. I'm sharing the damn screen. Uh, it's spinning. Why is it spinning? I have no idea. That's so weird. All right, let's try this again. Mm -hmm. Why is it doing that? I have no idea. I don't know. Bring Janet in first. Maybe that's a problem. Okay. Hey, hey. Whoa. Uh, and no, you cannot take we got a nap. Some serious issues here. Yeah, we do. What the hell's going on with remove, that? Uh, remove. Let's see what's going on. We got some problems, folks. Uh, Houston, we have an issue. Uh, we're tied in hardwired. Yeah, yeah. That's so random. Uh, no, we're not. What? We're not connected. Can you guys hear us? Can I get five by five? Thief, beef, thief. Everything's good. Uh, I got a five five here. All right. So um apparently we still are here. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Your guess is as good as mine. You're connected here. I, I got internet. I just uh I don't know what the hell's going on. This is craziness. Get us. Uh let me try this again. You guys fucking are amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Appreciate Let's it. see if this works. Okay. No, that's so weird. Still not working. Okay. Um, let me see. I'm going to try this real quick. Keep talking. Do something else. Just like well, sit there and play a good monkey and I'll be right back. Uh, <sighs> what? I muted your punk ass. Who are you muting? You. Well, that's I not still possible. Hear you. Sucks. I broke the mute button on your remote. He has been making claims. This is going to eat up bandwidth, though. That's the only problem. Okay. How was our vacation? Our vacation was good. It was very chill. We uh, we did something one day. Like, we went to this spring thing, the Wachiva Springs. Um, so, they had, like, uh, kayaking and paddleboard and whatnot. And... Uh, those things take forever. I don't know why it's been taking forever recently. So random. Um, and then we just, you know, hung out by the pool. Uh, of course, the the Airbnb we rented was described as being in an emerging neighborhood, um, emerging into the ghetto, basically. And uh, so that was that was kind of a little rough because 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I was, let's just say when I went from, cause we had the top half of the duplex and our friends had the bottom half. And so when I went up to the top half at night, I made sure that I was armed cause yeah. We one, had no buttons. One morning they were selling drugs in the street outside the Airbnb. Um, we had our own, so, you know, we didn't have to go ask or partake or anything, but, um, no, it was really fucked up. So yeah. Why is that doing? I don't know Can why you guys see anything that. on the screen or is it just black and it's spinning? Cause it's black and spinning on our end. It's so weird. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Yeah. And I definitely got some vitamin D. Mick got like third degree burns on his shoulders and it blistered. I'm Irish. And, what do you want? You know, that that's what happened. So you'll have Yeah, a, we're a, small and then it's black and spinning on the screen. The same thing we're seeing here. It's so weird. Friends about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. I don't know why it's doing this. I don't know either. It's ridiculous. Maybe go to full screen. See, that doesn't even make difference. Whom? <laughs> no, I stopped doing anything. This sucks. Okay. I apologize, folks. Hold on one second. Let this me see something real quick. Below. Hold on. Let me do something else, please. Okay. Thank you. I'm removing that from the layout, going back to a full screen. Okay. Good. You talk for a second because I'm going to try and do. This is so much fun. I love else. making shit up on the run. I know. Isn't it, though? Wix is just in love with everyone. So it's all good. Come on. Oh, it should be good. What is that? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, I don't want to dump that yet, though. Damn it. It should be fine. They heard audio, but that should be it enough. should be running. I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. I don't know why it's being stupid. It is being that. We did. We did, Robin. We uh, had fun down there in uh, old Florida. Yeah. Had a good time. Got really drunk. Yeah. Really high. Yeah. All our friends were really excited that Mick got high because it doesn't happen that often or it they're they're not used to it. I'm walking home. So yeah. now it's it's uh yeah. Cool. It's all cool. It's a little different. And we're still running for every office. It's this is fucking weird, babe. This whole thing is just there it goes. Crazy. Of course, you couldn't send me a bigger clip. Let me boop. Because uh, even Janet isn't coming in, so this is really odd. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get from Steve. Get guest. She's gone. All right. Janet, come back if you. Have you found the happy medium with gummies? Or are you still overdosing? No, I, I think I figured it out. Okay, that's good. Are you gonna kick us out of here and bring us back in, or what are you? What are you doing here? 
No, I was going to kick this back out and bring a new one in. Okay. Do that. And that's what I'm going to do with it. So how's that? <laughs> oh, there's Courtney. Well, I guess we can just step yeah. right to her. So let's see if this works. Boop. Hey, well, Hello. how you doing? I'm good, guys. So sorry. I'm no, no worries. I, I was driving back from our farm and uh, I was a little later than I expected. Not a problem. We've kind of just been uh, chatting and chipper jabbing. Yeah, shooting the shit. So it's it's all good. Um, in fact, we were just gonna play it here. Play play that anyway because it's gonna be fun. Oh my god! So no, I'm going. Okay, to. Okay, good. Jeez. All right, we're gonna play a clip real quick. So, well, we're gonna try to. It's it, been yeah, acting it's, pretty funky. It was being weird. It's being all moody. Kind of like my wife. I'm always moody. moody. It's okay. All right. Share screen. All right. Let's there we go. There we go. Oh, yes. Now, now it's working. Tad O'Malley has been making claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Those are by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Just hold on, Agent Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, forgive me, Assistant Director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. Wait a minute. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Her name is Agent Einstein? Yeah, no, she was, I think she was making a joke. I think she was mocking her, but keep going. Dude, if that's her, holy That wasn't shit. her name. Unless we gave them that ability. When you say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition of something to our DNA. Yes, but I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. I don't know that either. Or why it's happening now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. It, but it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. We have to figure this out. What's wrong with the science? Okay. The Spartan virus removes the adenosine deaminase gene from your DNA. It removes the ADA gene and your immune system will simply vanish. Yeah, but I'm not getting sick. It's only a matter of time. Okay. So how does it work? How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. But in this instance, used as a weapon. It's the ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. Through gene editing. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Our own government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine. A government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but 
a darker objective the takeover of america and then the world itself by any means necessary however violent or cruel or efficient by severe drought brought on by weather wars conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high altitude electromagnetic waves X-Files did it first. X-Files did it first. Reaction solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home. With tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S. The building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose. The corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. The takeover of America by a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. Wow. Right? That, 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 was, that was pretty Wasn't that shocking. worth it? That was from 2016. That is a scary... That's season 10, 2016. And the reason I wanted to play that... Um, cause you think it's off topic, but from, from what Courtney's going to come and talk about, but it's not eight too far because, uh, we met Courtney at actually at a Candace Taylor rally, um, a ways back. And we heard about 10 minutes of her story, which that was not enough time to even get uh, even the littlest bit. Uh, but my understanding is that your, your family is, uh, is part of that, that group of elites that they, the selected, um, they're, so to they're speak. The, the chosen, as it were. Yes. So, yeah. Hold on. We're going to bring Janet into our friend, deplorable Janet. Um, she's amazing. So, uh, hey, Janet. Hey, hey. And I knew, I knew she, she'd want to be a part of this. So, um, As she was, she got her five minutes. Of, we got our, <laughs> we all got our five minutes of fame. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The, the three yeah. of us were, you know, on the, the, um, part of the January 6th circus yesterday. So without, you know, them speaking to us or, or any investigation or anything, they just lie and, you know, misrepresent what I said, but that's to be expected. So what are you, what are you going to do anyway? So, uh, so tell us your story, Courtney. So, I mean, it's a lot, but, um, we have plenty of time. Have at it. Okay. So I think the, you know, the biggest, biggest thing I want people to understand is kind of, what we're dealing with here. I mean, and through my story, it'll kind of help. But um, my family, you know, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, my great-great-grandfather, all 33rd degree Masons. And, you know, I grew up in a small town of about 600 people. And I went to the same church for 32 years. It was a what I thought was a Baptist church. And it turns out that it was actually a pagan temple. And, you know, we don't, we grow up uh, learning a little bit about this stuff. And, you know, we think that that's so far-fetched that it's, it's not even real. And then, you know, one day you wake up at 39 years old, like I did, and realize that your whole entire life was a complete lie. And so my grandfather, just to let you guys know what Freemasonry is, 
uh, if you don't already, and I'm sure most of you on here do, is that at the 33rd degree, they literally have a marriage ceremony and they give their entire bloodline over to Satan. And not only their bloodline, but everything that they own, all of their assets. And so, you know, for me, I grew up thinking that Freemasonry was the greatest thing on earth. I mean, there's a Freemasonry temple in, you know, every 10 miles uh, from where I'm, I'm from, which is uh, close to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And uh, I, to tell you that I thought my childhood was pretty, pretty good, I, I did. I mean, I grew up with no, you know, family fighting, no arguments, no nothing. And um, what really kind of uh, turned me was about eight years ago, almost eight years ago, when I took my kids out of public school. And, you know, I'd never really gone against my family. I'd lived on a family farm, 100 acre field forever with my parents and my brother and sister-in-law and their kids. And, you know, I'd never really gone against them. And so I took my kids out of public school and my family stopped speaking to me completely. And I didn't understand what was going on. Um, and but it took me, you know, almost seven years to realize that, wow, they were really indoctrinating my children. And it got to a point where my dad took my car that was in his name, although I paid for it. I was, you know, 32. And and then he wanted his uh, his house that was in in my it was it was in his name. But I'd owned it for 17 years, paid for it for 17 years, that is. And uh, so when I would not do what they wanted me to do. They uh, forced me or tried to force me by hiring an attorney for my ex-husband to demand that I not leave the county with my children and to force me to put them back in public school. So I thought it was kind of weird. And uh, they went and told everybody I was in a cult and I was being brainwashed. And uh, the crazy part is, is I didn't understand any of it. I just thought that because I was in network marketing at the time that they were trying to tell people that network marketing was a cult. And it turns out I was actually in the cult. And my mother was actually telling the truth. And so, um, you know, fast forward, I started having some major, uh, I would say, spiritual issues January of uh, 2021. And when the D-class came out, uh, the President Trump uh, so graciously, you know, uh, brought, brought to light one of the things that came out was something called the Satanic Cult Awareness Guide. And when I saw the picture of that, uh, that awareness guide, I'd remembered seeing that when I was 16 years old. I'd completely forgot that memory. And at 16, a police officer had come to my church and was actually sharing with the high schoolers about say about satanic cults and and how to uh, find them and how to make sure that you're not involved in one of them. But one of the things that he brought up was the fact that there were families who disguise, they disguise themselves as Christian but they actually worship Satan and they sacrifice their children over to Satan. And so that led to a whole world of memories that came back and in some massive spiritual warfare that, you know, thank God I was able to find some amazing people to help me kind of understand and, and cut through, you know, all of this information. And so now, you know, knowing and understanding, I knew that I was um, molested when I was a little girl. I knew that my parents allowed that to happen. And I even told um, my guidance counselor at school what was happening. But all of my family worked for public school and they kind of pushed it under the rug as if it never happened. Even DSS came and talked to me and nothing ever happened. They never pressed charges against the guy who was my cousin. And my, my parents actually allowed him to come into my home 
And now knowing he actually raped me every Sunday. And so I had let that memory kind of, kind of push to the wayside, but I knew he'd molested me. And then, you know, and I knew that there was other people that, you know, eventually all of my memories came back. And, and so I've been raped by numerous people, including my father, my brother, my grandfather, um, people from church. See, I grew up not thinking again that I am a devil worshiper and my family worships Satan. I grew up in a church. I went to church every Sunday with my mother. It was a Baptist church. There was normal people there, what I thought. Every, all the men were Freemasons and my grandfather was a deacon of a church and so was my great-grandfather. And so, you know, for me, that was earth shattering. And so, and for some people on here, you may say, well, you know, I have a, a father or a, a brother or a cousin or whatever that's a Freemason and they're good people and they're not. They're made to look good. They're made to be on the outside to look good, but it is a demonic sex cult. And at the end of the day, it is about the chosen. And what we don't realize is that and this may be uh, may get a little uh, deeper than than some of you are, you know, have gone down the path yet. But it's all about God's seed versus serpent seed at the end of the day. And if you have watched anything from Dr. Brian Artis recently and watched the water, you realize that they're trying to wipe out God's seed with with snake, snake venom. <laughs> and they're doing that along the way. And, and my mother was one of those people that was murdered. Uh, last August due to uh, remdesivir poisoning and she you know she got COVID then she went to the hospital she was given remdesivir in a matter of eight days she had massive kidney failure and died that's unheard of it's uncalled for that someone would you know go in for a respiratory virus and end up dying eight days later with uh, kidney failure but uh, needless to say that's what's happening in this country today so you know, for me, it has been, I have been on this mission, especially since my mom died, of educating myself, not only on the vaccines, but on the, you know, on COVID in general, on on the Freemasons, which if you don't know this already, whether you like them or not, okay, Freemasons run our world. They run the country, uh, for that matter. They are involved in every single aspect of politics. They're lawyers, they're judges. They are in, in, the, in the school system. They are everywhere. And a guy by the name of Charles Feeney, who was a pastor, back in 1868, that's how long ago this has been, um, he said it was the greatest threat to our country that anyone has ever seen because they, they're infiltrated in every system. And whether you believe they worship Satan or not, the, at the end of the day, they're a brotherhood. And so who, whoever is at the top, the 33rd degree Mason, they make the decisions and who, whatever they say goes. And that's just the way it is. So whether you believe they worship Satan or want to go down that path, um, they, I mean, they're demonic. You know, they have sex with children. They sacrifice children. Um, that's what they do. And the Shriners are the same thing. You have to be a 32nd degree Mason in order to become a Shriner, which is the reason why they have access to all of these children's hospitals. And, you know, they started these orphanages long ago, back in 1918, which is, seems to be kind of crazy how that happened. Um, you know, in 1918, this worldwide vaccination campaign, well, let's step back. Who created vaccines? 
none other than a Grandmaster Freemason by the name of Dr. Edward Jenner. And he supposedly created those in the early 1800s. Then what happened? 1820, the cholera outbreak. Then 1920, we had the H1N1 virus. No, it was not the Spanish flu. It was an H1N1 virus. It actually came from a worldwide vaccination campaign in 1918 um, where they gave 600 um, in Fort Riley, Kansas. They gave 600 military um, people who had dra been drafted into the military. They gave them a, a experimental vaccine for bacterial meningitis. And when they did that, what that ended up doing is spread the disease. And see, I have this um, awesome little uh, medical dictionary that is from 1934. And, you know, the definition of vaccinia back then, uh, which is the root word of vaccine, is that it was the inoculable principle by which cowpox is communicated, which means that that's spreading the disease, right? It's communicating the disease. And so that led to... Um, 50 million people dying. Every person who got vaccinated died. And so that's one of the ways that these people, um, and I don't like to call them anymore, any more people, they're serpent seed. I mean, that, that's, that's exactly it, you know. And um, I think that what has happened over time is that we have done a uh, sorry job of, of reading our Bible and understanding, well, there's only two types of people. There are Jews and Gentiles, and they're not what we consider Jews. They're they're God's people, and there's there's Satan's people, and so that means there's Cain's bloodline, and then there's Seth's bloodline. Well, see, I grew up not even knowing about Seth, and if you haven't heard about Seth, he was actually the lineage of where Jesus came from. And so, if you haven't ever heard about Seth, and you've only ever heard about Cain, which like I did, you probably are of the Canaanite bloodline. And so you are probably the chosen, what they consider the chosen. They are the, the ones that are supposed to inherit the earth. And that's what this is all about. So for me, you know, I, my story is, is crazy. My story um, around 38 to 40 years old is when people actually start remembering all the things that have happened to them. And the reason why they don't remember when they're young is because Freemasons have massive power over over the people that they are destroying um, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And so what happens is you create something called an altered um, altered person, so or a fragmented soul. It's literally when you have had so much trauma at a certain age, your body can't handle it. Your mind can't handle it. And so what happens is, a part of that would disconnect from your brain. And so it just kind of goes in store somewhere else. So you don't know that what's happening to you. You like, it's almost like you go into a dream state and you forget about what is happening to you. And that's how these children that are being trafficked, that's how these children that are involved in MK ultra, that's how they're able to, to handle and cope with it and still function on a daily basis. Well, what happened in the early 1900s is that they realized that a child who was severely sexually abused could be completely used and in, in invo involved in MKUltra. And so instead of prosecuting these Freemasons for, uh, for having incest, you know, having sex with their children, sacrificing their children, doing all these things that they shouldn't be doing, the government realized, hey, 
we could take these children that have been sexually abused and traumatized, they have these fragmented souls, and we could literally take information and put them into a one of their persons, almost like schizophrenia. So you're different, multiple people. And so we could put that information into one of these people, and they would know nothing. And that's exactly what happened two weeks ago with this, with this shooting. This kid was being hypnotized. He was, I'm sure, involved in MKUltra, just like, just like many, many other um, Freemasons' children. And the reason why is because they're so good at storing data and information. And then as soon as you set, pop a switch, a password, you do a phrase, you, um, you know, Freemasons have all these handshakes and these uh, signs that they use. They can actually put someone right back to sleep and stop them from remembering the things that happened to them. But once you get away from them and you're able to disconnect and, and not allow Satan have legal ground access to you and then pray through that, then you can truly become free. And that's, I mean, I, I think that's more of, of my, my focus today. Yes. I have been satanically abused since I was nine months old. Um, I have at least been raped by 21 people. Most of them were my family members. And, but at the end of the day, what's more important is, yes, that story is crazy. And yes, um, a lot of things happened to me. But at the end of the day, I was able to free myself from the demonic attack. The, um, I was able to free myself from the, from the, uh, the curses that come with Freemasonry. And so that's more important today is how do we free ourselves from what our ancestors did, because whether you know it or not, you are bound by curses of what your ancestors did. And that can, some curses last three and four generations, the Bible says, some of them are as much as 10 generations. And so we have to ask forgiveness for the things that they did to us and also ask forgiveness for the things that they did to others in order for us to have true forgiveness and true freedom to be able to free ourselves. And that's exactly what I've done. I've, I've spent a lot of time on soul healing as well as um, helping me go, go through deliverance uh, with, with deliverance ministry. And then also saying something called a Freemasonry prayer, which renounces everything that they could possibly have done through these rituals where they are worshiping their gods, which are in fact, um, you know, linked right back to this, um, this Canaanite bloodline. Are y'all there? Yo, oh oh yeah. yeah. We're here. Uh, We're listening. <laughs> I, I, uh, so I watched, I, we were trying to do a little, uh, we're, we're trying to get into the, the game that you're in because we actually have another <laughs> piece of this little puzzle. Um, I watched, a. a five and a half hour long documentary by an Australian rock star who was a Freemason and uh, got out and exposed everything. And he, yep. there's pictures of like all of these people. So I kind of want to flash them in the background as we, as we, uh, as we go through this. Um, it's impact with a T at the end of that. Yeah. There you go. Nothing. Well, that's because you have to capitalize it because Rumble is such a pain in the ass. You, mean, you see capital oh, H, Jesus capital Christ. I, capital N because Rumble is such a pain in the ass. 
that if you don't do it exactly, um, it will not pull it up because that's that's how it goes. Yes, it's the one at the top, the black one. Yep, and go down like a, a year ago. We could be here for a minute. Yeah. yeah, I remember I watched part of um, part of this guy when I was trying to find truth because man, it's it is hard. The cognitive dissonance sets in um, really heavy, and I think probably the the biggest thing for me is that when I told my mom, my mom came. I I, I had this demonic attack, and I was. I was really scared and I didn't know what it was and I didn't comprehend it. And, um, I literally, I woke up one morning after this, I read the satanic cold awareness guide. I'm like, I had all these questions. I didn't remember anything, you know, other than why did this police officer come to my church? And then what ended up happening is he would, he asked me to sing with him for a year in a gospel group. And so, I had that memory, and then my mom kept saying, you know, I would ask her, because she barely spoke to me for seven and a half years. I, I think Freemasonry, a lot of times when you get out of it, it's a lot like Scientology. You know, uh, Leah Remini talks a lot about the fact that she could talk to people, but they weren't allowed to speak back to her. Mm-hmm. And that's what was happening. Like, thank God I watched her video just recently, and I was like, that's why my mom would not speak to me. She would not talk to me at all. She would just, she would listen to what I had to say, but she wouldn't speak. And so, because they want to know what you know. They want to find out the details of what you know. And so when she, when I had this attack, I just kind of got my children in a circle and my husband, and I just started saying the Lord's Prayer. And I felt like something was after me, but I had no clue what, what a demonic attack was I, and had no clue why something would, would try to attack me, but I could feel it. Like I was, I was scared and out of the blue, I just called my parents and this was January of 2021. And, um, and I just started saying the Lord's prayer and they showed up to my house and it freaked me out because they're four hours away. They showed up like four and a half hours later. And I'm like, I don't know what you're here for. I pushed them out of my house, but if you're here to harm me or my children, you need to leave right now. But I'll be happy to share with you all the information that I that I found. And so when they came in, I talked for like two and a half hours. They barely spoke. And my mom, when I said something about Freemasonry at the 33rd degree and what they do, because I'd already done the prayer at this point in time, um, I knew every, everything about their rituals and, you know, what they do at each degree. And I told her they worship Satan and they do this and blah, blah, blah. And she said, well, my daddy's a 33rd degree Mason. And, you know, I'm like, exactly. That's why we have to get rid of these generational curses. She never one time said, you're wrong. You're a liar. My father's not that. I mean, it just, I should have known then, oh, she knows everything. (laughs) But, you know, I was just so, I was so lost at that point that I didn't, I didn't comprehend it. But now looking back, um, I will tell you this, and, and it's just, it's pretty amazing, um, when my mom left uh, that next day, she they stayed the night. They did not, you know, they they didn't talk to me very much after I kind of explained what I knew. And they stayed overnight and left the next morning, stopped by my house to tell my kids goodbye. And my mom, the last word she said to me, uh, period, 
was she said, Courtney, she said, what if you lose your job, your business? So, I, I mean, I've, I have a, a massive $4 million accounting practice and uh, we're number 538, only 5,000 right now. And we'll probably be in the top 300 this year. And we've worked really, really hard and we've lost everything we owned a couple of times, which is a, another curse from Freemasonry. And I've been sick my whole life. I had been sick until um, the last six years. And uh, so she just looked at me and she said, "According, what if you lose your business over telling what you know about this information? And I, and I just looked at her and I said, Mama, I said, if, um, if God sees fit for me to lose it, I've lost everything I own twice. And if God sees fit for me to lose it, I guess he'll find another way for what I'm supposed to do. But I have to speak the truth. The truth will set us free. And she smiled and she walked out of the door and she never spoke to me again. And that was that was in January 2021. I, I would call and and uh, my dad would answer and she would listen, but she would never she would never say anything. And even in the hospital, um, you know, she would not she would not speak. Uh, she wouldn't respond back to me. You know, I, I texted her numerous times while she was in the hospital and, you know, tried to call her and she talked to everyone else, but she did not speak to me. She she realized I, I did a soul tie release prayer on, on her and released her from me about two days before she went into the hospital. And she texted me back about 30 minutes later for the first time. She just texted me out of the blue and told me she loved me. And um it was like she could feel when I disconnected from her and, and then she died. And, you know, that was nine days later, but, um, you know, I fully believe, and they pulled the plug on her and did not even attempt to try to save her life. And I, I believe my mom was in a bondage and what part of her that was my mom, she wanted to help me through it, but she couldn't, she couldn't say anything for fear of death. And, um, you know, which brings me back to realizing, you know, when I was 11, I'm sorry, baby, when I was 11 and I told uh, what had happened to me, that I was being molested by my cousin, this 55-year-old man. And uh, my grandfather came to me and, and he, you know, he sat me down and he said, Courtney, it would not be good for our family if you would tell what, you know, what happened to you. It would not be good for you or our family. And now, you know, what I used to think is that they were trying to, that they were trying to save face and they were trying to, to look good. And that was part of it. But the other part of it is if you tell what was, what is happening in the cult, they'll kill you and they'll kill the non-occult member. And when my mom my mom kept saying, I'm like, mom, why don't you spend time with me? You know, when, when I was, um, when we were communicating before I ever, before I left home and mama, why don't you, why don't you want me to go places with you? You know, I don't understand why y'all don't t ask me to go shopping and why don't you t ask me to go with you on vacation and stuff? And she's like, you didn't want to do that when you were 16. Or she would say, I lost you at 16. And realizing now at 16, you get to choose whether you worship Satan or whether you worship God and the person who you are, not the person, the multiple people that they've created, but the person who you are. And so I believe that part of her that was inside of there that was still her, she wanted to be free. 
And, um, and that's what, you know, that's what I'm doing now is trying to free people from this, from this bondage that from the sickness and the disease and the, and the, the poverty and everything that comes with Freemasonry, the, the cancers, the heart attacks, the, the alcoholism, the uh, drug addiction, the suicides, you know, the early death, like all of that are, those are curses of Freemasonry. And we can end that for not only us and, but for the rest of our family as well. It sounds like she, uh, she was suffering from quite a lot of guilt. Yeah. Um, just by what you said about her not talking to you up until the day of her death. I mean, it sounds like after you confronted her about it and you said, Hey, look, I know, yep. I know what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, think about that just for a second. You, you obviously have a daughter who just came up from behind and hugged yep. you. How would, how would you talk to your daughter if you had let this happen to your own, your own flesh and blood? Yep. Yep. And it, the same thing happened to my children and not, the one I have now, but when I was there and that was the biggest thing is they tried to keep my children. I mean, they literally hired an attorney for my ex-husband who was a Freemason um, to it, it beat me up in front of my kids when they were three, two and four weeks old and to demand that I not leave the county with them and to force them back into public school. Well, he was going to take them away because four days later I got a 30 door to vacate on my house. So they were trying to, to get me to leave and to take and keep my children. So, because if they couldn't get me, the next thing would be to get my two oldest daughters. And so the hardest part of it is realizing that, um, that your brain has the ability to disengage when your children are being tortured as well. And, um, you know, I had this memory of me being raped by my ex-husband and it was not me. And um, I think that was the hardest thing. And, and, you know, I've gone to law enforcement and I have explained to them the story, actually, you know, child sex trafficking, um, ones that actually understand this. And, and that was the question I asked is, how could I have allowed this to happen and not even remember it until now? And, you know, what they, what he explained to me, he said, Courtney, there are some things that you, if you can't control them and it's so horrific, you can't fathom it being your child. So you put yourself in your children's shoes and you make it out to be you is the one that's being attacked. And so that's how your body can cope with it. And so it, it has been a lot. But now understanding it has been, and, and my children don't remember um, when that time comes, that's going to be very horrific it's not something i you know typically bring up a lot um you know thankfully they're they're grown they're 2019 and 17 now um and so we don't you know one of them i lost right before she turned 16 she lives she lives down there with my ex-husband and um and around my family all the time and so i know that's coming back i know that that relationship is going to come back and everything's going to work its way out but Right now, it has to happen the way that it is, and they have a they have a hold on her at this point that I have not been able to release yet. Well, there, we actually have a, a good question on this one. Uh, so, do well, you think it's possible for any Mason to be a good person? 
So for instance, we talk a lot about the Masons. I, I know quite a, a bit. I got involved a long, long time ago, not actually involved in the Masons, but some knucklehead got me a book that I, I don't think I should have. And it's probably really yeah. bad that I do, but yeah. I have a book and it's one of the Scottish Rite books yeah. and it lays out the whole Masonic order and everything else. Mm -hmm. Now in that book, there is a left path and a right path. Uh, the left path of the Masonic order is your normal do-gooders kind of more or less, um, if you will, it's the uh, the guys that run. Uh, you talked about them before. The, the other Shriners, the Shriners uh, yeah. if you will, the more godly folk. And then on the right path are your more demonic. Um, even though I believe that there's everything in masonry is all connected yeah. to the demonic side because you, you can't use those symbols and not realize. Oh yeah, that's like really yeah. and demonic. But what about? your your opinion i mean because yeah. you've lived it you've experienced it i'm only hypothesizing because i've got yeah. a book and i read it and i said oh this is interesting yep so what what i will explain i think is the best way is that there is double-mindedness so there's an actual demon right a demonic spirit that has access to these people so part of them can be good but that demonic spirit takes over but and and this is there's a, a really good book and uh, Robin Bullock just explained this probably a couple weeks ago on eleventh hour. He's a very um, amazing prophetic pastor. But when when in the political realm, just let's say a president comes into play, a new president comes in, the Freemasons will literally do rituals to bring forth the spirit of Osiris and overwhelm that president. And so the president is taken over by this demonic spirit, which is what the actual, you know, the reverence of the um, the Washington Mon Monument is Osiris, is his phallus, right? And so, you know, people don't understand that they have the ability to call these spirits out. And that's what's happening is that these people are being taken over by demonic spirits. And so, yes, part of them, wherever they are inside there, can be good, but they have that spirit, and that spirit is forcing them to do things that may not they may not ever they may not have ever done, and some of them may not even ever remember. But the thing is, is that at the first degree, obviously, they know that if they tell the truth about what's happening in Freemasonry, they're going to cut them from ear to ear, take their tongue out, throw it into the ocean. They're going to, um, you know, they're going to be ridiculed completely. They're going to be wiped out. They're no longer be a part of this brotherhood. And then at the third degree, which I, I don't know, I don't think any of them can be, they can be good on the outside, but obviously they have this demonic spirit. They need deliverance and to publicly renounce what they've done, just like what happened in 1868 with Charles Finney, when 95% of the population of Freemasons in this country publicly renounced. And then the other 5,000 that were left over, because there was 50,000 of them, the 5,000 that were left over created the Shriners, went underground, and then started another demonic, um, demonic, you know, club. But the, and then they, they had access to all these kids, you know, we're doing all this good, we're giving all these kids. And, and so they always have access to sexually, abuse and to satanically abuse children in hospitals who are under anesthesia, which is extremely scary. So no, I don't, I mean, 
in a sense, if you're just looking at the person, sure, but they are taken over by Satan and they have agreed in these rituals that they are now working for Satan and they're under that, they're under his rule. One of the things um, Charles Finney said, and gosh, this was 150 years ago, is that um, the whether they know it or not, that the Freemasons will be what brings in the Antichrist. So they will play their part when it comes time to bring in the Antichrist because that's what's happening. They're, they are part of this system, and when they get involved, they think, well, this is a brotherhood. Then they realize they know at the first degree there's something not right about it. By the third degree, they're literally having a, um, they're replaying a murder, the murder of Haram Abif, who, which is who they follow, you know, and they, three people kill him. And then he, they fall backwards into a, um, like a sheet. And then they, he's dead. Now they mourn him and then they raise him back from the dead. Well, I believe that that's probably as bad as it gets. You know, you're saying that you can be just like Jesus and raise someone back from the dead. And that's not, you know, that's that's a definitely demonic attack or you're attacking, you know, people that are of God. And so and not being able to say Jesus inside these these ceremonies. And I mean, <laughs> the goats, they, you know, they're they're forced to the reason why they hide a lot of things is because they're forced to do things that they may not necessarily do otherwise, like having sex with animals like goats, bestiality. They're forced to have sex with younger girls so that they can use that against them if they should ever try to tell the truth. So whether they're forced to do it or not, they're still, in my opinion, they're not good. They can't be good, right? Well, I was just wondering, because I know the Scottish right, those guys um, throughout history, they've been the bloodiest group of the Masons. Um, Outside of that, the newer groups, uh, the new Masonic, and I, I don't know about any of the black Freemasons, uh, the Prince Hall uh, Masons, but I'm sure it's a lot of the same. I, I wouldn't put it past them. They use a lot of the same symbols, colors. Uh, it all kind of reverberates back to the same thing. Um, but the demonic part, I've I've always kind of, I guess I've always kind of known about because you can you can see it just in the symbolism alone. Forget all that. But when you start hearing the differences between the left and the right path, you start to realize, oh, shit, uh, this goes way hairier at a deeper right. level. And right. that's something you have no decision in. One day you're asked whether what path you're going to take and um, free will is not allowed to be corrupted. That's the only time that free will is not allowed to be corrupted. So you right. can't be told which path to take. So. Right whichever door you walk out of is the path you're on. You yes. don't know anything about what's behind the doors. They just tell you it's a step of uh, faith as yep. they put it. It is a step of faith. Yep. And the same, the same thing goes true for asking someone to go to a meeting. So you're supposed to ask them. That's why they have the symbols everywhere. So you'll ask them, what is this about? So that you will, you'll ask and say, Hey, you know, I'd like to be a part of that. So they can explain what it is. And then you have to you have to be the one to go because it that's so important for Satan having legal ground. You are opening the door for Satan to have legal ground, just like with vaccines with our children. If we give our children vaccines, regardless of which ones they are, 
we are giving Satan legal ground access to our children. And so we don't know that, you know, I vaccinated my children in the, you know, when they were babies, I had no clue that that was wrong, but that's exactly what we're doing. And this is what we see right now with these vaccines is that we, although, and I'm not going to get into this world of, you know, I I know the vaccine's the mark of the beast. Um, If we take it unknowingly, do we go to heaven or hell? I'm not going there. But what I will say is that until you leave this earth, you will be a bond slave to Satan because of that vaccine, because you have allowed it to enter in unless you renounce, which is exactly what happens with Freemasonry. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but in 1826 in our country on September the 11th of 1826, it was that was when Captain William Morgan was uh, kidnapped for telling the truth about Freemasonry and actually writing the three rituals of Freemasonry in a book by with a publishing company. And 132 people were involved in this conspiracy. It was the first ever time that they actually used the word conspiracy, but 130 people were involved in the murder and the kidnapping of this man. They literally took him out. They kept they kidnapped him for and kept him for several weeks and then told him that they were going to take him to Canada and relocate him with his family. And they took him. I mean, this is the brothers. Like he was a um, he was a I think he was a he was a higher degree masonry and mason. I can't remember which degree, but he was at least the 10th degree. And so his brothers all got together and without phones and without fax machines and without any, you know, other than than conversations with each other, they took him and they put it, took him out into the Niagara River and they took a concrete block and they wrapped it around his legs and they dropped him in the Niagara River for telling the truth about Freemasonry. And then two years later, on September the 11th of 1828, that, or excuse me, it was four years later, 1820, gosh, I think it was 1830. I'll have to go look it up, at, at my numbers. But they started what's called the Anti-Masonic Party. It was the first year. Anti-1832. 1832, the Anti-Masonic Party was started okay. yep. by a little-known priest out of Hartford, Connecticut. Yep. And his name was, anybody? Anybody? Father Givney, who also started the Knights of Columbus, which is completely to fight and ward off masonry in the Catholic Church. Yep. That is the whole extent of the Knights of Columbus. Which makes me wonder if the Catholic Church understood that the true purpose of the Freemasons was to bring in the Antichrist, and that's why they started the Knights of Columbus. Well, so here, here's the whole thing. The Roman Catholic Church is the is the top of all of this. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't mean the church now. I mean the church. I understand we talk about the Roman Catholic Church before yes. everybody gets it in their fucking right mind that oh shit, Catholics are demons spawn. Right. No, we're not. However, right. you're not saying that. However, so, we 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 do do like to shoot people in the dick a lot. Yes, but and outside of that. We right. have a part of Catholicism, the part that when we talk about the Roman Catholic Church, we are directly referring to the Vatican, the Pope, the seat of power within the right. Catholic organization. Um, the actual church, most of the people are not. I can tell you that right now. Most of the people have no clue what they're yeah. even 
involved in. That's, right. that's the thing. And that is the, that's the same issue with Freemasonry. Right. Most of them have no clue. They're just involved and they know that they have to do what is told of them. That's just like why, working for the government. This, right. is like, this is completely why Pope John Paul was killed. And Correct. this is the whole reason that he was killed because he was about to out all of this. He was the first Pope to ever address priests touching kids. He was yep. the first Pope to actually say, nah, you, nah, nah, bear. Nah, you don't get any protection from the church on this one. This, yep. is, this is on you, fella. Yep. <laughs> Guess what? You go to prison. You get to punish, deal with man's punishment. Yes. Well, I, I got to tell you something. You may, um, this, now, 9-11, 1830 was actually when they had that first ever anti-Masonic yep. convention. And yep. so they were totally against Freemasonry. Um, a guy from Harvard, actually, is, he was a, um, a uh, professor at Harvard. He, he announced, in, this was in 1826, announced that Freemasonry was exercising its influence in the sacred desk, in the legislative hall, and on the bench in justice. Yep. So it uh, was everywhere. John William Crew. Is the guy, yeah. you're, the lawyer you're referring uh, yeah. to, John William Crew came out and he said it it had already usurped every part of our government every to part, include yeah. our highest court, yes. and at the time right. that was the Supreme Court. Yes. So they yeah. they were he was trying to say, hey, look, got Masons on the Supreme Court, we got problems. Good. Yeah. Do me a favor and and pull that other video back up because there's a lot of it is silent and just pictures, and I let's go to like the 35 minutes or something like that. Um, because he he rambles a lot, um, although that's really interesting stuff. But it's basically all the stuff you've already talked about, Courtney. And uh, yeah, he talks the the encyclopedia of Freemasonry, Washington. So he talks about the that the one hand um, in like under the coat or you know yeah. on the under the vest, um, the covering one eye, yeah. the the silence. Right, here. Uh, we'll put this. Uh... Um, I'm going to try to do this. Let's see if we can do this. If you just add them, it should add as a fourth. Maybe. I don't know. I already did it. Okay. Whatever. Um, and then, the, of course, the, the 666 symbol with your fingers, which is, yeah, cool. which is what that is. Yeah. Yeah. The Google symbol. Um, which is why they made it an okay symbol. In the words yeah. of the grand itself, the truth must be kept secret. And the masses need a teaching proportioned to their imperfect reason. I hope you're listening because we're about to get going here. These truths were covered from the common people as with a veil. There's that veil again. And the mysteries were carried into every country. Freemasonry was secretly imported from the East into the whole world to weave its web in the darkness to increase and advance its agenda. The sages, meaning the enlightened ones, always had an esoteric creed unknown to the vulgar. And here he says, to the end that the vulgar heard, seeing might not see anything and hearing might comprehend nothing. Are they right? Am I wasting my time laying it all down for nothing because they know you so well? Your favorite celebrity and politician's secret religion is beyond the, re the reach of the vulgar. Vulgar is what you are to them. He won't tell you. She won't tell you. And they won't tell you. 
because the other obscene penalties from the rituals of Freemasonry include having your ear and hand chopped off or both hands, being hung in your own home, and my personal favourite, having the top of your skull cut off so your brain is cooked in the sun. Now, can you imagine what they're hiding? And then the ritual monitor goes on to illustrate the same secret handshakes and signs, hidden hand, sign of silence. These people mocking us, sometimes to our face with their symbolism, while we respect them, admire them, and sometimes even love them and idolize them, all of them partaking in the same initiation rituals to belong to the secret society, a prerequisite for success to belong to the religion that gives you everything you want, everything your heart desires. While the Gospels teach accurately that the heart is wicked. Now here is a practical example of how Freemasonry comes first, even above the title of president. Here's a portrait of George Washington doing the sign of the master of the second veil. And here, Freemason, before and above president. And if you think that's just by chance that they put the word Freemason above president, then here, read this genuine quote from Harry Truman. This should tell you how deep the consequences of Masonic initiation go and what lies deep within. It's Freemasonry above everything else. There's the Queen showing her allegiance over and over. And here's the Queen leaving a very special hospital with a very special nurse. And Packerson, yes, and women can be Mason's. Queen's father. Yeah. Fully Eastern dressed Star. in his Masonic regalia. Yeah. Eastern Star. And that godforsaken apron they wear, which also hides something, just like the squaring compass. In fact, what the apron hides is what the squaring compass really represents. Yeah. And it's staring you right in the face. Can you see it yet? Sex. Prince Charles. Handshake, hidden hand. Prince Harry. Prince William. And here is the Grand Master of English Freemasonry, Prince Edward, also in full gear. What a lovely looking chap. And now he's giving the Masonic grip in front of this stone that was placed there to memorialize his visit to Cape Town Lodge. And what about this guy, Prince Philip? Husband of the Queen. Do you remember him saying this? If I were to be reincarnated, I would wish to be returned to Earth as a killer virus yeah. to lower human population the, levels. In case you think he didn't. Initiated member. Do you slowly see what the Masonic mindset is? We are beneath them. And the craziest thing is... Peckerson, if you if think that a woman's job is just to cook food for think, men, then you should be careful. If you, you ever get married, you'll coming. probably end up poisoned. It's a natural law. It's the law of nature. And I'll soon show you their real Bible, for lack of a better term, which justifies it all and the one which guides their morals. And it makes a lot of sense because the power of the deceptive phenomenon of Freemasonry lies in the fact that it contains real truth intertwined yeah. with untruth. Now, this actual book that guides their morals and plans, right. skip, skip forward it isn't written because by hand. He, he does, he talks a lot. Um, and, and he, he likes well, we'll to come back to this, hang up, you know, yeah. lead up to, to gotcha. other we'll things. So, 
Um, well, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something that's pretty uh, crazy. If you go to the Church of Satan's website, it'll actually explain to you and go into detail on Freemasonry. So, I mean, if there was like ever a, you know, a, a thought that you actually didn't believe that Freemasonry was of Satan, then all you need to do is go directly to the Church of Satan's website, churchofsatan.com, and you can read their history. And it actually talks about Freemasonry and they worship the exact same God. And that same exact symbol of the uh, inverted pentagram is on here and it explains what that is, is that they are of a different, um, they're of a different lineage. So it explains that a star with a, um, the star, the, just a regular star is actually Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. So with the pointing up and then uh, Samuel, which is what they say on the uh, Church of Satan's website and Lilith, which we know Lilith was a, you know, a demon um, that is their bloodline. That's what they're saying on the Church of Satan's website. And it goes into detail. The continued evolution of this goat graphic can be found in a 1931 book uh, concerning Freemasonry by Oswald Worth. And I mean, so if you don't believe us, just go yeah. to churchofsatan.com. And the other part of that, which I thought was really uh, crazy on the Church of Satan's website, is that it says the Apocrypha is debunked. And the Apocrypha is the 14 books of the Bible that was taken out by the devil worshipers, um, the Foreign Bible Society, uh, British and Foreign Bible Society back in 1825. And the Apocrypha is what actually speaks about the demons and the spirits that still live here and occupy this earth until God comes back. Yep. So pretty, pretty exciting stuff. You want to learn something, go to Church of Satan's website. <laughs> for all your educational needs yeah. exactly <laughs> to you anything it says there <laughs> yeah well that that guy that atelia or whatever his name is the australian rock star dude he goes into that too and and if you you look at it i mean if you look at the mason symbol and and you connect the dots and it's a pentagram yep. i mean it's it's right there in front of you yep. um and the the guy that founded the Church of Satan, what's that that dude? What's his name? Anton LeBay. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. He was a Freemason. Yep. Right. So, you know, yeah. and so here's here's a here's some great history uh, history stuff here. So Albert Pike, you know, Albert yep. Pike was the one who created all the rituals, right? Scottish and there was right. yep. there was only thirty two rituals, and he added the thirty third, which was 33rd. a yep. Yeah. So, and that was just a, an attack on Jesus. It was like, once you got to the 33rd, which is the same age as Jesus, then you were just like Jesus. You're transcended into be a God, you know? And so that's what this is all about. It's like, it's never was about, um, you know, animals or uh, apes turning into people. It was about people transcending into gods, which is what they want. And they believe transgender is transcending, right? Because Mm -hmm. the Baphomet is a male and a female. Yeah. Well, the crazy part about it, and I've done a ton of research. So God just shared with me, you've got to put together the history. So I created this 60 page timeline and it's medical and it's our history and it's also biblical. And I pulled them all together so I could see, what happened? How did this happen? Because the same thing that's happening right now 
happened 100 years ago, 200 mm -hmm. years ago, and 300 years ago. So Albert Pike lived, he, he came, he lived in Boston, Massachusetts, showed up in, um, I think it was Macon, Georgia, and decided he wanted to uh, defend us, you know, in the Confederacy, Confederate Army, and he became a brigadier general. Well, he was so bad during the war, the Civil War, that Abraham Lincoln had a call for him to go to prison. And he was stealing military supplies. He was, he, they said he had whores and he was giving those to his, um, the men. He was, they, he had Indians scout the Yankees. You know, once they took their, their head or once they killed them, they would scout them. And then he was also killing Native Americans. Well, he went and he left and went to uh, Canada to escape being put in prison. Well, while he was gone, John Wilkes Booth, who was a Knights of Pythas member, who was above, mm -hmm. they are in charge of all of America. So you've got the Freemasons, and then above that are the Knights of Pythas members. So John Wilkes Booth, who was a Knights of Pythas member, then kills him. He goes to a guy by the name of Dr. Mudd to get his foot fixed because he... He broke his leg in the process. Well, Dr. Mudd ended up going to prison. And while he's in prison, he creates <laughs> hydroxychloroquine. No, no joke. So while he's in prison, so he ends up getting out of prison about five years later because there's a there's a massive outbreak for, I think it was, was it cholera at the time. Um I believe it's cholera again, but I can't remember which one that came out then. But he created um, hydroxychloroquine. Well, the the other part of that is once Abraham Lincoln was murdered, Andrew Johnson, who was a Freemason, then steps in and pardons Albert Pike. So the Freemasons were 100% involved in the first ever death of a the first Republican um, president in our country. Mudd was also the doctor that took care of uh, John Wilkes Booth after he jumped out of the fucking balcony. Yeah. He was also involved. Uh, I thought he was with, what's her name too? The uh, fifth conspirator, sixth conspirator. Um, I'm trying to remember the chick's name. She was killed at uh, Fort McNair and, uh, downtown DC. I don't think he, I don't think he had anything to do with it. And no, yeah, he was uh, he he was the uh, he was the one that was talking to her the night she was arrested. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I'm sure. And yeah. she was the one that was in there, and then she was hung, and he wasn't. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, come on now. So Raven Father wants us uh, says, I wonder how many Masons are in the FBI. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. You don't even want to know. I would say probably 90% of them. Considering yeah. one of the, okay, that's not the scary one though. Hmm. It's how many Masons are in the CIA. The All CIA was mm -hmm. pretty much uh, created by the secret societies of the United States. Yeah. And you know, I mean, the dates, I mean, when you link all this stuff, you know, November, I, I don't know if you know this, but September 11th is, is when we think Jesus's birthday actually is when he was born. Yeah. And so September the 11th, they captured Captain William Morgan, right? September the 11th, they had the first ever anti-Masonic, um, you know, anti-Masonic uh, convention. September the 11th is when they erected the World Trade Center. And September the 11th, 33 years later, to the day, they destroyed 
So, and then you look at April 15th, which is another right. day. September 11th, 1936, <laughs> uh, the first time uh, Adolf Hitler was ever elected into public office. And he was a oh, German wow. rights chancellor. And uh, he was, uh, it was the start of the Nazi party. Wow. That was 1936. I got to add that to my thing. 1936, September the 11th. Yeah. And then April 15th is when the Titanic sank. April 15th is when Abraham Lincoln died. April 15th is when. Taxes are due. Do what? Taxes are due. Exactly. So they, I mean, it's like you can see that once you put it in a timeline, there's such a pattern that it's like, there's no way on earth that this just happened. Like it, it is a playbook and it, and it literally is every hundred years they're playing out this whole, this same thing. So if they don't get mm -hmm. it this time and they're not going to win, I mean, that's the great part is that so many people have woken up right. to what's happening is that they're never going to win and they know it, but they still continue to push and push and push and try to kill and wipe out as many people as possible and then the goal is, is obviously we depopulate enough people. And then one day, another hundred years from now, someone walks up to these Georgia Guidestones in Elberton, Georgia and says, oh, we have to keep the population at 500 million because all these people died before us. And the reason why is because of climate change, because there was too many of us here. Right. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. So essentially, the, the abridged history is... Well, yeah, it only takes they rewrite their history. Two generations now it used to take three. Now it takes two. Soon it only take one to scrub history. Right. Now, they're, now they're killing babies. I mean, they're they they literally they want to inject babies starting June twenty first, I believe. Your well, your infant they, can get injected. Yep, and then they started January twenty first of this this year. Um, any outpatient or inpatient uh, treatment for COVID starting at seven pounds and up, the only thing that you're able to get is remdesivir, yeah. right. which they know 54% of every person taking it will die. Right. Yeah. So give that to your, your seven pound newborn baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's what you should do because they're going. My, they're my going duck to weighs more than that baby. I know. It's so sickening. What is happening is so sickening. I, t I tell you, I paid $275 for this gem of a book. Um, I don't know if there's another one in circulation of it, but it's by a lady named Eleanor McBean. And she was around when the 1918 to 1920, um, you know, the, the worldwide vaccination campaign that came out. And it literally shows... Um, uh, it shows this is the one thing. I don't know if you can see this. Let me mm -hmm. pull up my picture. Um, it actually shows pictures in here of the cows. So that, I mean, it talks about the vaccination holocaust. Wholesale infection, slaughter, and sacrifice of cattle caused by vaccination. And it says the photograph on the preceding page is taken from the report of the U.S. Bureau of Animal Industry for 1902 on the great epidemic of cattle plague or foot and mouth disease. Mm -hmm. So all they did was change the names. Like nothing has ever been taken out. It just changed the name. But in Massachusetts in 1902, caused by a vaccine virus was this cattle plague or foot and mouth disease, which cost the U.S. government $130,000 to suppress. And they slaughtered 4,316 animals. 
In this impressive picture, you'll note that the bodies of hundreds of cattle resting on a pile of firewood in a trench on the snow covered ground ready for burning to destroy the infection caused by the vaccine virus. And then yet again in 1908, they did the exact same thing. And there was an epidemic of the same disease which raged in several states, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Maryland, and New York, caused by the vaccine virus used by two of the largest manufacturers of vaccine viruses. And that led to 3,036 animals were slaughtered at a cost of $300,000 to the government. But here's the picture. Wow. They and did that's the, what, they did the that, same thing with the name of that, chickens. With, the uh, name of the book is it? what? Vaccine Mar Condemned? Vaccination right. Condemnation. Or vaccination condemned. condemned. And it goes mm -hmm. into explaining that every single person that did not take the vaccine from 1918 to 1920 did not die. They, right. they, they were actually the ones helping take care of all of the sick people. So I found an excerpt from it, you know, explaining what was going on from 1918 to 20. And then I, I, I scoured and found this book. And I mean, it was 275 bucks. And, you know, it is a wealth of knowledge. So it says vaccines are, and this is 1950 is when this book was written. But it says why vaccine con vaccination condemns itself. Vaccines are composed entirely of poisons. The poisons are listed on the package inserts which accompany vaccines. Poisons can do nothing but poison people and cause disease and death. More people have been killed by vaccinations than have been killed in all our wars. Smallpox mm -hmm. vaccination was abolished in the United States because it was killing over 300 times more people than smallpox itself, which is exactly what they're bringing back, right? Right. Yeah. It, it was later abolished all over the world because it was a dangerous killer. If vaccinations was, it was any good, why did smallpox increase from 3% before vaccinations to 75% after 16 years of intensive compulsory vaccinations in the Philippines. Why did smallpox increase from 500 deaths per year before vaccination to 44,000 smallpox deaths after 75 years of intensive vaccinations in, in England? And see, we don't realize is that in 1850s, there was no, for 30 years, there was no smallpox outbreak. So uh, this, you know, Dr. Edward Jenner, who was a grandmaster Freemason, used his own child who ended up dying at 21 from tuberculosis. At eight years old, he started vaccinating this child with the smallpox, with, with, with cowpox. So that's mm -hmm. what they were doing, injecting cowpox. Right. And then once he did that, he, that he, could, he showed that 12 men didn't get smallpox after they received cowpox. That was it. That was all the, the, the study. So he took that to the elite and to the governments and said, hey, we need to start this. Well, even even up until his death, there was only like one and a half percent of the population of the world that were vaccinated. And then in the 1850s, they forced vaccinated everyone in Europe and told them if they didn't get vaccinated, they were going to find them or put them in jail. And that's when smallpox skyrocketed after 30 years of being not a pandemic, no issues, and then it, it caused so many deaths, just like this is saying, that they ended up stopping all of the vaccinations for smallpox. And what makes me so mad is literally the word vaccine means smallpox. So, I mean. <laughs> it, it makes me wonder because, you know, you brought up small. It's weird. Uh, Monkeypox. 
to say that shit repeats itself it, it is uh, obviously a yeah it's common yep. but you brought up it, it started with smallpox okay it was really yes. weird because right before i deployed for the first ever time going to war thinking fuck yeah i'm going to get to kill some people blah 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 i'll be the first kid coming back with a confirmed kill on my block just like every other swinging dick that had an ounce of testosterone yeah. in their body they were like yep that's what i'm doing Yep. There's no more of you, by the way. They don't have testosterone my, anymore. My question becomes is I remember them coming up and saying, hey, um, fucking smallpox. You got to get vaccinated from small, for smallpox. I was like, yeah, no, I don't. Why? 1976. Don't eat it. Look at it. I got I already got vaccinated. Uh, oh, yeah. And I remember all the guys. And I remember asking my mom and dad and everybody had a line up and they jabbed you in the arm a bunch with a, a needle. Yeah. And then like four days later, you had this wound growing off the side of your mm -hmm. arm and it was fucking nasty. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. And they were like, it's going to itch. It's going to fucking burn. I was like, man, I had never been more happy that I didn't get that shit. Yep. And my, uh, I asked my mom and dad about it and they were like, you weren't vaccinated. You were born right at the cusp of it. I mean, you were born right at the end. We didn't mm. have you vaccinated for that. I was like, I've had it. <laughs> got one over on you, uncle Sam. Fuck you very much. But everybody got sick. I mean, it was bad. Some guys mm. were like really ill. Like I'm talking fevers and they couldn't stop the bleeding coming from the arm. And I'm like bleeding. I'm like, what would you grow mm -hmm. a vagina overnight? And it's sitting on your arm now. I mean, holy shit, this is disgusting. And, uh, uh, I was just like, man, it was just weird because we got vaccinated for smallpox again. Well, it's just in case. Now, rem remember, too, at that time, it was, uh, what, 2001. What did we know about smallpox? Smallpox had been God, eradicated, eradicated from the earth. Yeah. There was none. Supposedly, yeah. And mm -hmm. I started asking the question again. Well, why are we getting vaccinated for smallpox if there is none? Why are we getting for smallpox if there is none? And how do we have vaccines for smallpox if there is none? Right. Normally, you dump both sides. Because right. the antibody shows you just as much as the actual body shows you about the disease and yes. the DNA sequence in the disease. Yes. Yep. And that's foot and mouth disease. So smallpox, all they did is change the name. Polio yeah. right. is Guillain-Barre syndrome. Monkeypox. Exactly. Monkeypox is the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. But if Monkeypox now is shingles, but, right. you know, accelerated shingles from the right. vaccine. Yeah. Right. From your immune system not not working properly but you know the cool the great part is and uh dr judy mikovich put out a video i think recently on info wars and it explains that if you will just stop taking all vaccines and stop putting genetically modified crap in your body mm -hmm. then all of the stuff that they've done to you will reverse every right. bit of it and they have proven that and so you know there's hope for people that have been vaccinated, we've just got to, you got to stop. You got to stop getting a flu vaccine. You got to stop a flu shot, whatever you want to call it, because all you're doing is getting sicker and sicker because all they're doing is putting retrovirus after retrovirus after right. every single, and, and Dr. Judy, she worked directly underneath Fauci. I mean, she specifically said that for the last 50 years, they've been using the exact same vaccine like the vaccine wall that they're mm -hmm. using right. has all of the viruses so every single vaccine that you get has every single virus known to man in it mm -hmm. and so now you're putting 72 of these into your baby along with formaldehyde 
and you know, which is detergents and heavy metals. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, no wonder we have children that are in the situation they're in, and then we give them all this GMO crap. And but it can all be reversed if you start giving the body what it needs to heal, which is what God created. Yep. Get rid of serpent seed and put in good, you know, what God created for us, fruits and vegetables. Now, Courtney, can I ask you a question? How long did it take you um, when you finally decided to leave? How long did it take you to heal or to get over that? And was there um, therapy per se involved or is this something that that you did on your own? So I spent, you know, four years of my life just trying to figure out what the hell happened. I I don't understand, you know, at all. And then I realized it wasn't me. It it couldn't have been me. Like I didn't do anything wrong. They wouldn't tell me what was, what was going on. I mean, you're talking about like my grandma told me she was going to consider me dead and for me not to shut her funeral. And I'm like, I didn't do it. I don't, I don't, what did I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you and she's like, you know what you did. I'm like, well, if you just tell me what I don't, maybe you need to reiterate because I don't really recall what I did to make you hate my guts. You know, right. after I've sat on church pew with you for 32 years, but for me, I mean, last year was a such an enlightening experience for me. Um, I had a a lady who was a who's a min, who she's an ordained minister and for the last thirty years she's been working with trauma from Freemasonry mm-hmm. and satanic ritual abuse and thank God when I was going through that demonic attack I had a friend of mine just reach out to me out of the blue and she's like hey what's going on is everything okay I feel it uh-huh. and I'm like no uh, something is seriously wrong and so she connected me to Robin and then what Robin did is that we were working, we would work every week and she would educate me and help me rem- start remembering, you know, bring this stuff to light. But mm-hmm. when I went through, um, I got baptized by the, Holy, by the Holy Spirit, which I didn't even know that existed. I didn't know God spoke, you know, to us. He, he does heavily. Yeah. Um, but when I got baptized by the Holy Spirit, the next week, all of my memories came back. Right. And they were horrific. Like, they, I mean, they were really bad. And so it took me a little bit of time just kind of working with her. But what I think the thing that really helps me the most in all of it is that I wasn't, I was never loved. That was, that's hard. Like, I think that was probably the hardest part of it is that when I realized that I've been, I've been um, satanically abused since I was nine months old, they never loved me. That was that was probably the hardest part, but then realizing that they couldn't because the same thing had happened to them. The right. same thing had happened to my to my parents, my grandparents. And and so then there was a level of forgiveness for them because they couldn't be who they needed to be because they had gone through the exact same thing. And then there was a level of sadness for them right. that they were never able to actually free themselves and that God had given me the ability to do that for me and my children. And I'll tell you when, when I went through just the Freemasonry prayer alone, my business doubled the next month, my relationship Mm -hmm. with my, with my daughter who'd left right before she turned 16, 
um, that worked its worked its way out, and we started talking. And we actually went on a vacation last year to California for a week. And so, you know, things just started coming into motion. But once I did the Freemasonry prayer, there was no way that they could access me anymore through witchcraft because my mom was a witch. And so she, um, sadly enough, from what I can understand, is that she was actually keeping me, she was keeping me from remembering, like, I've had mercury poisoning and lost my memory. I had mold poisoning and lost my memory for six and a half months. They wanted me to have brain surgery 13 years ago, which I, my cousin was murdered the day that I was supposed to have brain surgery. And they were going to numb this nerve in my brain that caused migraines. And I don't need brain surgery. I was right. told I had brain tumors that I, you know, miraculously then don't, don't have, you know, two years later. And so all of these things, it was like she was trying her best to do what she thought was best, which was to keep me. And so, so understanding, like finding out my mom's a witch, my mom's the reason why I was sick for 22 years, my whole family, you know, pretty practically raped me, all the men in it. And that was a lot, but it, it was, God gave it to me when I, when I could handle it. And Mm -hmm. I also was able to share it with people. And for me, it's very therapeutic to just share that story. Right. I don't need anybody to feel sorry for me. I need you to know that this is real and this could happen to your children and your grandchildren and all these other things. And I need Mm -hmm. you to wake up and realize what's happening right beside you in your own church pew, you know, but for me, working with, working with Robin was amazing. Going through deliverance, getting baptized by the Holy spirit. Like I was able to cast out and get rid of all the demons and, you know, people, there are some people that believe that Christians can't be demonically possessed. Oh, yes, they can. They can be very <laughs> Yeah, they possessed. can. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I'm like, okay, I had this argument with someone with a prayer group this week. And she was like, Christians cannot be demonically possessed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so why are they sick? It, I mean, sickness and disease is caused by demons. Why right. are they sick? You know, and so she's like, well, I can't answer that right now. And I'm like. <laughs> I, but you know, but you know what? That's that's so very true. And the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that you can say that you're Christian, but yes. you have to have the belief to back yes. that up. Yes. And the belief is the blind faith and the yes. the the knowledge that he does yes. exist, and that every every cure, every, you know, bit of healing, every bit of knowledge all comes from him. So there are a lot of people that are practicing Christians that don't have the belief to back it up. That is true. But I mean, all of that, and I've kind of come up with like a little, an email with, with five different prayers, like a soul tie prayer, soul tie Mm -hmm. release, the Freemasonry prayer. If you've got Freemasonry in your bloodline, there's mm-hmm. a Celtic prayer and a Druid prayer. They're very much a lot, a lot of the same ways. I mean, all people just have to understand because your ancestors worshipped other gods, mm-hmm. they violated the Ten Commandments. Right. And when you violate the Ten Commandments, then you no longer are entitled to the blessings, the blessings that God has. You are entitled to curses. Mm-hmm. And so we want to cut close that and cut off Satan's access to us. Right. And then from there. You know, we cut out soul ties. Like if somebody would have told me that by, you know, having a sexual encounter with another person, 
uh, that a part of my soul gets disconnected out of me and gets disconnected, goes into them and vice versa. I would have made some better decisions when I was younger. I mean, I'll just leave it at that. Me too. (laughs) Maybe a couple really bad ones. (laughs) Exactly. But so, you know, doing that, doing the, um, doing the Freemasonry prayer and just realizing that this stuff is true and I'm not the only person out there. There are so many of us. Um, now my family, all of my family, um, had that, have memories like of, of these things of being raped and, you know, by their fathers, their mother watching, um, they all have some sort of drug abuse or alcohol addiction. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's why, you know, God steered me in the right direction. I've never been on drugs. I've, I've never, you know, I I don't drink. Um, And as soon as I got rid of medication, I mean, I, I hardly ever took medication anyway for the last year and a half or for the last eight years, I guess. But I cut out I cut out any drugs, anything that was related to pharmacia and mm-hmm. the god of medicine, Asclepius, um, a year and a half ago. And my mind just got so very clear. And right. but I know like there's no way that Satan can access me if I'm not putting any of that stuff in my body. Mm-hmm. And so it's been it has been a um, an ordeal. I, I think the hardest part was actually with my kids. My kids being able to comprehend and my husband, because I would come in, my husband, we have a farm, it's about an hour and a half from here. And my husband would come in, you know, once a week and I would just be like, here's all the things that I remember. Here's what all happened to me. And, you know, and he would, he had a really hard time with it. Now, what I'm trying to do is um, there, my best friend was murdered at seven. She was killed in a hit and run. And I know my family was involved in that. And I found some details out. It's still an unsolved case. But I told her the truth about what happened to me. And she was killed. And then her aunt, who was supposed to be picking her up, supposedly walked into a, a river or a lake and killed herself. Um, you know, and then her mom has died of breast cancer. And then as soon as the case came back up this past year, which is when my memories came back up, which is crazy, after 31 years, um, her father was told that her case was coming back up and he died 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely something there. And then there's another, um, my next door neighbor, he, when he was 17 years old, supposedly, and, and get this now, because this is a big murder case, supposedly took a 17-year-old friend of his, cut her from ear to ear, almost decapitated her, Stabbed her 32 times, uh, cut her from her chest all the way down so that her guts, her innards would come out and threw her into a canal ditch after raping her with three different people's semen. Um, and what else? Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's it. But that is clearly the first degree of Freemasonry and the sixth degree of Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. And um, no... But there was a handprint on her chest. She, it, it was not this guy's handprint that supposedly killed her. This is my next door neighbor, 17 year old next door neighbor, supposedly did all of this. He had 35 minutes to do it, but yet he had an hour. It, it was supposed to take 45 minutes to kill her. And then he had an hour driving back and forth to, to get to her and to then drive home and clean himself up. He, he had an hour to, to just the drive time 
but yet it happened supposedly in 35 minutes. And he was right-handed, and the guy, they clearly said that the person who killed her had to be left-handed. There was just the DNA when, when and my family took me to the murder trial every day, which uh, is now understanding um, a 10-year-old shouldn't be going to a murder trial every day. Why would that happen? Mm-hmm. But it was clearly a sign to let me know this is what happens when you tell the truth and you need to keep your mouth shut. Right. Um, but I am actively trying to help this kid who's been in prison for 30 years now. He's not a kid anymore. He's 47 years old. Um, but he he did not do it. And I know he didn't do it. And I woke up, you know, I mean, just in the middle of the night. And I'm like, this didn't happen. He did not do this. And I was told by law enforcement just like telling them all the information that happened to me, that there's way too many Freemasons in SLED and you're never going to get anywhere if right. you're trying to say that Freemasons were involved in this. Right. And right. that's what I think a lot of people don't understand with, with things that, that occur on a regular daily basis now with, you know, the shootings or stabbings or, yep. you know, assaulting children, things like that. It's there's so many people. Yep at literally every level that are involved in not just the Masons, but the, the OTO sex trafficking, and, everything. And, and literally the Royal Order of the Moose and all of these organizations that are all basically under the same exact umbrella and they're, yes. they're in everything. Everything. Yep. And, and it's so hard, you know, like help just helping him a, um, we, I mean, we know at least one of the people who did it and the everything signs all went towards him. Well, they held this guy, this, his name's Ken register. They held his DNA for 18 days and then did the DNA for the guy who supposedly did it, who had already raped two other girls. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they sent in their DNA on the same day. So, you know, and one of the things that they said at trial I remember, which is crazy, it's the only little piece that I remember for the most part. And they said that the DNA was, it was the first ever DNA case in our state. Right. So the first time they used DNA, I think it was 1994. Well, the thing is, is that they said that there was so much incest in Horry County that they couldn't determine who actually was the person that she had sex with. And that should have said... That should have been like, uh, Courtney, you might want to get out of Horry County. <laughs> now, now Horry County has just been mm-hmm. announced. So South Carolina is number one in the country for sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And Horry County is the number one in the country for familial sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to get them out. You know, I've got, I've got a girl that I've been working with for the last six months trying to help her same situation. Her grandmother was the one who took care of me when I was a little girl, my babysitter. Uh, her mother was raped by the same person I was, you know, we're all, we're all from that same little area and, you know, trying to get her out. She's been trafficked since she was 12 years old, but she won't leave. Like she, she, I'll get her, I'll get her to leave and keep her here for a week. And then they, they get her back. Like she just, it's, it's like a, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because they just, you lose everything, you know, for you lose when you're dealing with someone who's trafficked you and they're your family, you lose everything and everyone. So it's so hard. 
for a typical person to be able to handle and cope with it. So they just continue to go back and say, well, I'll take whatever love that I can get, which is not really love at all. Right. Now, you said earlier that SLED has too many Masons in it. Do you think uh, the, what is it, uh, the Fraternal Order of Police has anything to do with that? How how involved do you think the Fraternal Order of Police is in Masonry, considering they yeah. got a lot of symbols that match up almost fucking exactly. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying anything, but they match exact. I mean, hmm. the square and compass can't get any more close to being hmm. like right on top of each other. But what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I do you believe that the the same thing with the uh, fraternal order of police. So all of these fraternities are nothing more than to get them to do oaths and vows that right. puts them into that that same realm. So mm -hmm. I mean, they're all the same. It's just what oaths does this this one do, and what oaths does this one make you take? So right. they're they're involved together. So yes, I mean, I think heavily. Um, one of the things the Theosophical um, Society, which is Allison Foster Bailey, you know, back in the early 1900s, every person who was in the military when they came out, they got a free membership to the Theosophical Society. And they are, Al Alice and Foster were professed Satanists. They're also the people who wrote our school books. So they owned a company called Lucifer Publishing Company, which turned into Lucius Trust, which then turned into LifeBridge, which is what is selling or is what is, you know, producing CRT right now today. So, mm -hmm. you know, we just have to understand that all like the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts is actually owned by the Knights of Pythus. So they're grooming them. The Girl Scouts, the same thing. You know, they're grooming them in these then when they're children to go into a, you know, to go into college. And when they get into college, they want them to be in a fraternity and a sorority to get them to take O's, which allows Satan to enter in. And most of them are no good. And then from there, that pushes them into Freemasonry, Eastern Star, whatever. So they just have a whole bunch of different names to entice as many people as humanly possible. And it's so funny now, we're, we're talking last week, I'm like, Greek mythology, everything in Greek mythology, like we were taught, it's, it's a lie. It's all real. It was all created. It's their gods. It's who they worship. And then it would make sense that all of the fraternities are all Greek symbols, you know? Mm -hmm. And Greek mythology is actually all bastardized Roman mythology, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah. yeah, but it's all based off of Egyptian mythology. Yeah, well, Egyptian. Which yeah. is really the the foundation yeah. of freemasonry i mean they like you said they call on the spirit of osiris to occupy the president of the united states that's egyptian yeah. all the way yes. so yeah it all goes back to that. obelisks cornerstones yeah. i mean think mm -hmm. about it our country's cornerstone is laid at the capital the corner of the capital not more than five six hundred yards from where we were and every year you know what they do they have a uh, they have a fucking party and they pull out the cornerstone. Yes. And only Masons are allowed to touch it. And it has a great Masonic emblem on the side of it. And it has all of the founding fathers' names plus uh, what's his name that uh, created uh, Washington, D.C., uh, uh, the French dude. Um, I can't remember his name. Got like four mm -hmm. parks up there. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Lafayette. Lafayette. Um, Lafayette. Yep. Lafayette. They've got all of uh, they've got his name. He's the only person that's on there that is not a Mason. Everybody else on there is a Mason. 
He is the only person that's on there that's not a Mason, only because he was an engineer and he was too much of a nerd. To be no, a I think he was a Mason too. No, he wasn't a Mason. Trust well, me. You know, so you know, Albert Pike is actually buried underneath Abraham Lincoln. Correct. And I mean, and people don't realize that is the first ever Masonic temple in in our country is the Lincoln Memorial, which is not a Lincoln Memorial. It was not for Lincoln Memorial. It was like in your face. Look what we did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it just is so ridiculous mm -hmm. that people just don't don't see what's really happening in our country. It's and it's crazy too because when you think about that that part alone, just what you just said right there about Albert Pike being buried under the Lincoln Memorial, you have to remember how vengeful we were after the Civil War. The North was extremely vengeful. Mm -hmm. They, uh, for instance, they took Robert E. Lee's land and said, "Get the fuck out of here." This isn't yours anymore. Guess what? This is ours now. Oh, and by the way, we're going to make it a cemetery yep. just to throw it back in your face, just to show you that <laughs> you don't mean anything to us. You're, exactly. you're the small stuff and, and turn that around fast forward. And now it is, it is a very solemn, it's a beautiful, beautiful cemetery, but it's all on his family's land. Yeah. I, I've asked, I talked to a bunch of the tomb guards because I was in the military for as long as I was. And I talked to a bunch of the tomb guards. They talk about regular hauntings in that cemetery. They will tell you some stuff that will make your skin crawl. Yeah, I mean, just absolutely crawl. It is disgusting to hear like some of the stories. They talk about um, seeing um, uh, what, uh, it's the Wailing Man. They did a uh, what's that? Uh, uh, what the hell was it? I'm trying to remember the name of the TV show. The Ghost Hunters, I think it was. Yeah, wasn't it Ghost, Ghost Hunters? Hunters? Yep. They did an episode looking for the Wailing Man. And the Wailing Man was, uh, he's on the backside of Arlington on the hill. And he walks around away from the house. And they can actually see a specter. They can't see his legs. But they can see the specter of the man. And he walks around. And it's almost, one of the guards said it was almost like he wants to leave, but he's not allowed to. Yeah. And then the most interesting part happened, which made me laugh hysterically, was one of those uh, dudes, the cameraman guys from the freaking <laughs> I, from the TV show. I guess he approached the tomb of the unknowns. He didn't realize how serious they take that shit. Oh, yeah. He went walking towards the tomb. He was warned once verbally, and then he got freaking bone wrecked by like two other dudes that came out of nowhere and didn't get shot and, and dragged mm -hmm. him out. And they were like, you don't ever go past this line ever. Not even off duty. You don't go past this line. And what do you think? I mean, there's got to be a reason for that. I mean, there is something there. Guard, I mean, why? Why did they have a I man just, guarding? It's, it's an unknown soldier. He died in battle. Um, it's something that, you know, military guys, we try to pride ourselves on that. Hey, we bring everybody home. We know who you are. We know who your remains are at a minimum. If we're but not we, bringing you home alive, we're yes. bringing you home dead, but we know what your remains are. But are and, we sure? But are we sure that that's an unknown soldier? Is they my, identified is two out of the three that were in there because they had uh -huh. one from each war. They've already identified two. There's only one remaining in the tomb now. Mm -hmm. There's only one set of remains remaining. And unfortunately it's the longest one back. It goes back to world war one. They have absolutely no idea who he is or she, it could be a she for all. Well, no, I'm pretty sure they identified it as a male. So. Right. I, I just, uh, D. Malay, an officer. 
Yeah, Texas Patriot has asked, asked if you knew about the order of Demolay. Yeah, so Demolay is the what they do with the kids. So boys go through Demolay. And I actually have a friend of mine who at 10 years old was forced to go through the Demolay rituals. And they put the hoodwink over their head just like they do with the first degree of Freemasonry. And they forced them to walk into this uh, room with uh, um, he said that every one of them had white hoods, just like KKK, which makes perfect sense. Um, then they walked through and there's an altar there and he had to kneel at the altar and give his life to Satan. So, and he became a, um, a drug addict and actually was in a gang, almost killed someone and uh, kidnapped a guy at, at 32 years old. I mean, this happened like for 22 years, he was demonically oppressed and he started actually seeing demons and kidnapped a guy and said, I need you to take me to Oklahoma from Texas. And the guy ended up asking him if he could help him. And they did deliverance with him on the spot at that point. And he's been, he's 65 now. And, and just amazing human being. His, his dad left at the age of 14. He was a 32nd degree Mason. And he never heard from him again until his, he was on his deathbed. He called and uh, there was three, three children and all of them have been demonically attacked. And the, the thing is, the really great part of all of this is that God is connecting. There's these familiar spirits. So what tends to happen in Freemasonry is that you're not allowed to get out of it. So even if you're trying to get out of it, they'll always send someone who's connected to Freemasonry to try to destroy you. And so, but once you realize that that's happening, you can feel their spirit and they hate your guts. Like, you know that they're, that they're here to hurt you and you know that there's, they're not connected. But the ones that are trying to get out of Freemasonry will also flock to the ones who have become free. And because of that familiar spirit. And so what's happening is these people are reaching out and saying, hey, can you please help me? Hey, can you do this? You know, hey, I'm dealing with this. Can you help? And then, I mean, I'm literally having people doing calling me on tax strategy calls. And they're like, you know, eight people in my family died in the last nine months. I'm like, well, you're under demonic attack. Like you need to do this Freemasonry prayer and you need to do this and you need to do this. And so that you can free your family. So they're coming in droves. Um, which is, is pretty amazing. I mean, because that's, that's the great thing is God is bringing us all together and what the enemy used for evil, God is now using for good. Uh, so when we get free, we can help other people become free. Mm -hmm. I, I got to ask this question because it yeah. was brought up before. I thought the guy was being an asshole. I don't think he is now that I'm thinking about it. So in your belief, do you believe that God created diseases? No. Satan created those. So do you believe that there are diseases, period? Because well, they're the demons. Under yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. That's <laughs> what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there are, I mean, what we we call them diseases, but they're actually demonic attacks. So right. demonic possession or <clears throat> oppression. So we have, you know, when God or Jesus walked walked this earth, what was he doing? He was casting out demons and spirits, which was healing the sick and diseased. So they are one and the same. Um, you know, and the reason why we have them is because we allow, we either allow it in, um, giving Satan legal ground is you have the hold forgive unforgiveness in your heart. Because if you cannot forgive people, they can't, then you can't be forgiven. God says that. 
The other thing that allows them in are sexual encounters. So having sex with someone, creating soul ties. Then you also have any, you know, alcohol and drug addiction that can allow men just because, you know, spirits, they, they call alcohol spirits for a reason. And then the same thing with drugs and medication alike, that's pharmacia. So we, even though we're, we're ignorant and don't realize that the AMA logo is a god, that's the actual picture of a god named Asclepius, mm-hmm. and we're worshiping the god of medicine, we're allowing, allowing Satan to enter in. The others are things like personal occult, like reading a horoscope, reading Harry Potter, uh, playing po- Pokemon. I mean, there are so many things. Playing a Ouija board, that's a personal occult, being involved in the personal occult. And so you're allowing Satan to enter in. And the last thing are generational, curse, generational um, curses that are allowed to enter in because of something your ancestors did. Throughout this this experience, my my mother's family, all Freemasons, Eastern Stars. I mean, my my great my great grandmother's tomb actually has an inverted pentagram on it, and in a Baptist church. I'm like, uh, y'all don't see this? this is a problem. <laughs> I mean, there's a inverted pentagram here, and a and a Freemason symbol. And um, you're in a church at a Baptist church. I'm like, nobody saw this, and then. On my dad's side, I just found out last year that my my I, I spend my life feeding, providing nutrition for children, like thirty thousand children a day. That's why I work so hard is to provide advanced immune support to children in need, medically fragile and malnourished kids. And then I provide water, and and then I, you know I've been working um, with several organizations to free children from sex trafficking. And I didn't realize why that was so important to me. And I started that process about four years ago. Well. Last year, after my mom died, no one spoke to me at the funeral. No one. Like, no one in my family. And nobody even, like, they didn't even make room for me inside of the, um, the you know, the little green square that all the family sits in. I have six children. They made no room for me or my six children. Um, then uh, I sang at the funeral, and three people passed out. So I sang the Lord's Prayer, which I thought was pretty cool. I was like, man, I have the ability to cast out demons. Like, this is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm knocking them out. Um, but what the, the thing was is that when we understand that we have the ability to, to wake people up, man, I mean, that's, that's powerful in itself. But after that, about a week later, I was just, something came into my brain. And I'm like, you know what? I text one of my cousins and I said, Hey, um, you know, so-and-so my, our grandfather, he raped our, our, um, our aunt and she had a baby. And like, I don't know where I got that. It was just in my brain. And I mean, he's been dead since I was one year one. And so I, I sent her that message and she came back and said, well, you know, I don't know anything about that, but, and the, and the, she ended up getting pregnant. So my, my aunt got pregnant and then the baby was uh, raised by my grandfather and my grandmother. And she was, you know, so, and my grandfather died, like my daddy was 30 and my grandfather was 82. He was really old. So anyway, we started this conversation and she's like, well, you know, um, grandpa AC killed a child. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? And she said, yeah, he killed a child. 
nobody knows. Nobody will tell us any details about it. It's all hush-hush, but I know he did it. So I went on this rampage trying to find out, you know, what, how this happened, what happened. And I called my father, and I said, hey, I said, who did Grandpa AC kill? And he said he didn't kill anybody. And I said, well, uh, he, went to, he went to prison for it. And he's like, no, he didn't. And he hung up on me. And I called him back. And I'm like, I don't understand. Why, why won't you tell me the truth? Like, this, is, this affects my family for the rest of my life. This is a generational curse. And uh, he hung up the phone on me and has not spoken to me since that day. But what I found out is that my grandfather took a sewing machine belt when this little nine-year-old girl, my daughter's nine, uh, my youngest daughter's nine, and he bought her for $5. And he bought her for $5 to work in the fields. This is my nine-year-old here. Um, he bought her to work in the field. And when she couldn't work in the field, he took a sewing machine belt and he beat her to death, front and back, her whole entire body. And I found the newspaper articles where it said that um, she was in the hospital for three days. The, they came and, and got her. The doctor came and took her to the hospital and she laid there and she only woke up, you know, a handful of times. And she said, please don't don't kill me, daddy. That's what she said until she died. And instead of a murder case being issued, because I mean, I, I would assume that he was involved in Freemasonry, um, which is why this this happened for one, but then also why it was. Uh, never investigated. Um, they buried her in an unmarked grave in another Baptist church that refuses to allow me to put a tombstone on her grave, even though we have found her, because they don't want anyone to know that this was a cover-up and that it. I mean, it happened 90 years ago, and we're talking about we're talking about 1928. This little girl named Edith Ward who never got a proper burial, who never got a funeral, was beat to death by someone who bought her to work in the fields. And it was a white girl. She was a white little girl. Um, but, uh, you know, it, that just goes to show, one, they, and, and the governor got involved in the state. I found an excerpt from up here in Green, Green, Greenwood, South Carolina, I found an excerpt. That's how I kind of, you know, found out when she was, when she died, because Horry County didn't have any papers uh, that were involved in like the registry, like newspapers.com. I couldn't get access to them. So I found one little excerpt that said the governor had um, sent down a team of four investigators to investigate the murder of a foster child by a foster father um, named Edith Ward. And the, the little girl was named Edith Ward. And so, so that led me to the newspapers. What did they say was the cause of death then? I mean, even back then they gave a cause of death. Rheumatic fever. Of course. Yeah. So <clears throat> the coroner, they buried her before the coroner got involved. And that's what it said in the newspapers that if the, uh, by the time the coroner got there to do an inquest, which is what they called in the murder case back then, that they would have had to dig up the child and he decided that it was best not to do that. And so the, the parent, the family actually went and filed a um, high and aggravated assault case against him. And he went to jail for that for two years. Wow. Yeah. 
So, and, and my first cousin is head over all of the county's police department. So I can't even go to him if he wanted, if he, and I'm not saying he's bad or, or good, um, but even if he wanted to get involved in, uh, you know, any of the murders or the rapes or anything else, nothing will ever happen. He, he can't get involved in it actively. And I've gone and filed rape charges, but they're, they won't do anything. They will do nothing. I haven't even got a response back. Because down here in Georgia, and uh, I know we're not too far away. I know exactly where you're at. I mean, I've been there, uh, driven through there. Um, it is, uh, it's a little bit further than where we go, but I've been up there a couple of times. Either way, it, you're not too far from us. And uh, Georgia used to have a huge, huge, huge problem with the Masons. Um, and I did not know this. I had absolutely no idea. I had no clue about this until, uh, our friend Justin started running for sheriff in, um, Las Vegas in Nevada Clark County. And, uh, I brought it to one of our sheriffs down here and I, I, I told him about it. I know, know him. And so I, I just told him about it. I said, Hey, any insight that you could provide us would be awesome. Give him a hand, try and give him a leg up, see if he can actually take some advice from a sheriff who actually won an election. And he'd be like, Hey, look, this is what you got to do. And uh, so I let him listen to his show and everything. And he's a bit of a character, but anyway, one of the things he said, he said, uh, one of the, in, in the list of notes I got, I got a, like a litany of them. I wrote, wrote it all down in a notebook. Cause I was like driving at the side. It's really hard to drive and write at the same time. Okay. So I'm sitting there and um, this guy, he, the first thing he said, he said, don't back off of the Mason angle. He said, whatever you do, stay on the Masons. He said in Georgia, we had a huge problem with them. We ended up, they actually, it's one of the reasons that Georgia is a right to work state. We got rid of every union that had anything because with unions come the Masons, the Masons, the lodge, it's all involved, all connected. Um, there it's worse than incest. It's horrible. Are you saying Hoffa was, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not too far off from that one. I'm still researching that though. I don't know. I um, bet. Long story short though, when you bring these two things together, that's why Georgia is a right to work state. They got rid of all the unions because they found that all of the Masons were coming from unions. There's yeah, not, there's no, I have seen, there's a couple Masons lodges, lodges down here, but there are not half as many that I've seen, like for instance, in um, Virginia or in um, North Carolina, even South Carolina, I've seen way more there, but they have done everything in their power right now to kick all that shit out. And I was amazed <laughs> when I heard about all of that. I was like, wow. Yeah. The funny thing is, uh, you know, if I had read the book of Enoch, which I was told not to question, you do not question anything that's not in the King James version of the Bible. You mm -hmm. know, then you find out King James is a Freemason. He was, you know, a homosexual. Um, and he, you know, forced, he forced part of the Bible to be taken out. The commentary that was in the Bible that actually said that the Roman Catholic Church was, in fact, the Antichrist. So what we're focused on and what we think we're looking for is a man when in fact it's actual principality. But anyway, my, my church, in the book of Enoch, it talks about the fallen angels, right? So the Nephilims that came here yep. and had sex with our, with our women and, you know, and had children. And so they very much, you know, after four or five generations, these 36 foot tall Nephilims, you know, that had babies and, and then they had 12 foot tall babies. And then 
they keep having babies with, you know, normal God's children. And then there's, you know, they show up at five foot three, little old me over here, you know? Um, but, and I came from that line. I came from that bloodline. Well, my church in the book of Enoch, it talks about Mount Hermon was the mountain that the Nephilims fell on. Mm-hmm. My church, the name of my church is Mount Hermon. Mm-hmm. So you're RH negative? Church. Do what? Are you RH negative? Your blood type? I don't know. Did you have know. to have, did you, well, you have six kids. Did you have to have a Rogam shot when you were pregnant? At 28 weeks, they gave you a special shot or they, or they told you that your body would reject the baby. I'm pretty positive. I yeah. had it at least one time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably so, negative. Yeah. And so that blood type is Nephilim. Right, that's correct. It's, it's negative. Yeah. Well, it's theorized that it's or Nephilim. We don't have any proof yet that it's, it's Nephilim. The Jesus line. Yeah, we think it's one of the two. Well, I can tell. Whatever I am is not <laughs> is not the Jesus line. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> we could use me. I'll have to go back and remember and pull some of my blood work because I don't. don't I, I, know. I, I have Neither I have both lines in me. So you know, <laughs> and there's 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 a few of us now that have competing bloodlines, as it were. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and then two, I was the first person to ever, one of the things like me and Robin were going through, I had a serpent spirit that had taken over me. And so I had to do a prayer on that. And I was the first person to ever be baptized inside my church. And I'm like, well, that would make perfect sense because the serpent is actually what they worship. And so I had a serpent spirit that was connected to me. And, um, you know, all of this stems when you when you look at what's happening right now with the vaccines and COVID and you're like, OK, well, that's snake venom. Perfect. That links him right back to Freemasonry because that's what they worship are serpents. Yep. Because um, they're serpent seed. So, Courtney, with everything that you've with what you grew up in and everything you learned and everything you've learned in the last two years, um, where, where do you, what do you see coming? Where, where do you see it going? What's their end game? So, I mean, we know their end game is by 2030, you know, that 90% of the population is going to be gone. And then once that 90% of the population is going to be gone, 10% or 9% of the population will be slaves to the 1%. That's the goal. But obviously they don't win there. It's, it's our job to wake up. You know, Hosea 4.6 is my favorite Bible verse. And um, in King James Version, part of it is actually cut out. But it says, my people perish for lack of knowledge, and those who reject knowledge, I will reject thee and their children. And so it's very important for us to say, you know what? I understand that I worshiped, that I, that I have celebrated Christmas and Easter. I understand now that those are pagan holidays. I understand that the things that I was taught and the traditions that I was a part of, that they're wrong. And, you know, I know Second Chronicles seven fourteen. if we are to turn from our wicked ways and that we are to get down on our hands and knees and ask the Father to forgive us for what we've done due to lack of knowledge, then he will heal our land. And I know that that's happening. I know, like I can see, and, and I've, I've seen it very clearly. God has spoken to me. He said, Courtney, you're going to end this vaccine. And the way you're going to do it is with your blood test, which is crazy. That Now think about that. 
and the blood test of the sickle or the sickle cell disease study that we're doing. And um, on September 13th of 2020, God spoke to me at 3:42 a.m. and He said clearly that. And I didn't really, I didn't realize God spoke to people, or at least especially, especially not me. But that morning, my son asked to be baptized. And so, uh, you know, I reached out to some people that are much smarter than me on the prophetic realm. And they're like, hey, you know, does God speak to people? And they're like, yes. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, and my son asked to be baptized. And that's like, that should be another sign that God speaks to people. But what he gave me was John 4, 3 through 42. And that was the woman in the well story that she first believed and she went and got others. And they then too believed. And then the harvest time was the was the rest of that. And I believe we're right now it's harvest time. Like there uh, there is an army being built for God and the real true God, not the God that, you know, in God we trust, not the God of our forefathers, the God of the pilgrims, the pilgrims who came here to escape religious persecution, the pilgrims who came here with the Geneva Bible that gave us all the information that we needed that was stolen from us you know, after 2000 years of being in there and that, that information was taken away from us in 18, 18, or excuse me. Yeah. 1825. And so I see people waking up. I see what's going to end up happening. is just like happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. Just what happened in, in Babylon, who gets wiped out. It's not God's children. It's just, the problem is, is that so many people are walking around as if they are professed, they profess to be Christians and they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not worshiping. They're not worshiping the one true God. They're not believing in the Holy Spirit. They are not believing that you can cast out demons. That that's what we were put on this earth to do. They're not believing that they can raise people from the dead. That they're supposed to bring people to Jesus Christ. They're not believing those things. And then they're not following the Ten Commandments. And I truly believe, in order to to inherit the earth, and that's what we will is we're going to have a thousand years of abundance on this earth. Not we're not going anywhere now. Right now, I don't I don't believe that right now. We are going to have that thousand years of abundance, and it says clearly in the Lord's prayer on heaven and heaven as it is on earth, right? And so it's just so crazy for me to think. Well, gosh, I mean, we all know how this ends. We all know that serpent seed is going to be wiped off the face of the earth. And yet they still continue to, to build their little armies and get more people. I call them little minions. I'm like Satan and his minions are just trying to build more of their little army. And they think they're going to inherit the earth by wiping us out. And God would never allow that. And they in turn are going to be wiped out by the exact same thing that they were trying to kill us with because good always overcomes evil. So as much as I... I, I know we're supposed to prepare. And and the reason why we're supposed to prepare is because there's going to be a lot of people be wiped out and people are not going to understand what is happening. And millions upon millions upon millions of people, or tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people are going to die and people are going to have all of these massive questions and they're going to lose hope. And we have to be the light. We have to be the light to say, hey, this is what God created this. This is what, this is, this is good. We're having righteous people coming out of this. People that are waking up. People that didn't even realize that the Sabbath was on Saturday. Not on Sunday. You know, I mean, 
we, we were just lied to for so long. So I believe we're supposed to prepare only because there's going to be a, a period of time, a big period of time that we aren't going to have access like we have access right now. We need food. We need water. We need, we need supplies. We need, you know, we need guns and, and our, and, and ammo because they are going to try to wipe us out, but we are still going to end up winning in the end. Courtney, what was that date that you said that God spoke to you? September 13th at 3.42 a.m. And the... Did you get, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you get woken up by the sound of like a, a deep bell or your name being spoken? I all I remember is that is is the specific words that he said, but I don't I don't remember any sort of any sort of sound. Um, but I will tell you this because the the reason why he said my blood test is that two days before, which was September the 11th, yet again, mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking that's Jesus's birthday. Um, I got a phone call and from a doctor that wanted to read to me my medical, my blood work. I'd had some blood work done like seven months before and I hadn't taken the time to uh, find out because I'd had so many medical issues. I was actually scared to hear anything he had to say about my blood work. I didn't, I just didn't want to hear it. And I'd spent, you know, six to eight years of my life taking uh, six to eight, et cetera. No, excuse me. I spent eight and a half years of my life taking six to eight Excedrin a day, every day. So I knew my liver had to be shot. Well, he told me that my lungs, my kidneys, and my liver were the equivalent of an 18 to 25-year-old. And that my my immune system was immaculate. And I'm like, well, I've had five miscarriages. I've had mono twice. I've had mold poisoning, mercury poisoning, fibromyalgia, IBS, you know, I've had these chronic migraines, like that can't be possible either. And he's like, no, it's perfect. Your body can fight against all sickness and disease. But the last thing he said is what really got me. He said, your blood flows faster than any person that we've ever seen. And so he said that. And then the same day, I got a phone call from uh, one of the nonprofits that I work with called Man of Relief. And it was a guy from Nigeria a doctor from Nigeria that was calling to thank me for funding the study. We we're actually my, my company OTB tax is funding a memorandum of of understanding in Nigeria with a, with the government. Um, We are able to go into government hospitals and we're reversing sickle cell disease in two weeks, which is a genetic blood disorder. Mm -hmm. And so every single time, you know, there's this whole parting of the red sea where they say there's going to be a parting of the red sea and, uh, I've had friends and prophets say there's going to be a parting of the Red Sea. But in January of 2021, I clearly saw Ace Manning, which is the product we give kids, is the parting of the bloodlines. It's the blood. It's always been about the blood. The always. Entire time. Everything's always been about the blood. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And so when and that's why they take the blood out of when when they kill when people die. That's why they embalm them. They're taking the blood. And the Knights of Pythus owns the Red Cross. So they have all of our blood. Mm-hmm. So that's what this has always been about the blood. And so, you know, when God spoke to me and said, you're going to end this vaccine, I'm like, okay, God, like, I don't understand. But I think I'm supposed to explain and help people understand it. It's you get to choose. You get to choose whether you want to be in God's in God's seed or if you want to be serpent seed. There's nothing. There's only two. There's Jews and Gentiles. But 
what they did is they should have said, there's God's seed, there's God's children, and there's Satan's children. Which one do you want to be in? And you do get to choose. So, um, well, pretty I, amazing. I think, I think some, I think most people get to choose, but I think mm -hmm. some of us already made that choice before we came to this time in this place. I think that 144,000 of us that are the remnant, we, yes. we made the choice before we came here and we gave up our free will. We made that choice to be here in this time. And the reason I asked you that date, Courtney, and this is going to blow your mind because when you said that date, it's crazy. Uh, September 11th, 2020, I got woken up at right around three o'clock in the morning by the sound of my name. Okay. He was at the firehouse because he was a firefighter at the time. Mm -hmm. All right. And I was like, and I, th I thought it was so crazy. Like woke me up out of a dead sleep, but it wasn't my name. It like, it wasn't like someone was saying my name. Like it was my true name. If that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then two days later, hmm. September 13th, 2020 at right around three o'clock in the morning, I got woken up by the sound of a bell in my head, like a, like a deep bell, almost like a gong, like oh, ringing. And, and he was home that night cause he worked every third day and I woke him up and I was like, did you hear that? He wow. was like, what are you talking about? It's three o'clock in the morning, go back to sleep. And then I think maybe a couple months about about mm, about six months later, our youngest son heard the same thing. No, no, it was, it was even less than that because it was right after Roger. Because that was in January, probably. Yes, yeah, he came, he came running out like eleven o'clock at night, and he we were on our uh, we were on our back porch. He and I at our old uh, at our old house because um, it was January twenty twenty one. I. And uh, he came running out and he was like, did you, did you hear that? What was that bell? And I was like, what are you talking about? And our kids real, like this, our kids real strong, especially our youngest. So that's um, yeah. The so the, the part of the scripture for harvest time, this is, I mean, I, January is when I went in a spiritual attack and the part of it under harvest time, let me see if I can, see it let's see i gotta share it with you just then disciples meanwhile his disciples went my food is my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work don't you have a saying it's still four months until harvest i tell you open your eyes and look at the fields they are ripe for harvest even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvest a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. So four months later is when I went under spiritual attack, which means yep. that I could hear, I could hear God and I could hear Satan. Yep. And that was the that was the scariest part is that I didn't have the discernment to be able to tell the difference between the two. And then when I started doing the, you know, the Freemasonry prayer and I disconnected that and I did soul tie release and all that stuff, then I started truly hearing from God and I was no longer hearing from Satan. He no longer had access to me anymore. So we closed all the all the doors. And, you know, this the sad part is, is 
all of these things that we've been taught, like ghosts and demons and stuff, they are very real. Mm -hmm. They have nowhere else to go. When a person dies and does not go to heaven, they have nowhere else to go but stay right here on this earth until they go into the pits of hell. And so, you know, it's hard for us to comprehend that. But when you've truly experienced it, it is a totally different, totally different world. But these demons, it says that clearly in the book of Enoch um, that they're, the reason why they're left here is because they have nowhere else to go. They cannot go to heaven and then they don't go to the abyss because I believe there is a time where their spirit actually gets to choose and says, look, what do you want to do? Do you want to follow me or do you want to follow, do you want to follow Satan? And you get to, you get to choose because they were deceived. And, you know, so, you know, and I know that's very controversial, but the, the thing is, is that if you go and read the book of Enoch, which has been hidden from us, you know, since 1825, pretty much, then you'll know, you'll understand that the, it says the ends of the earth numerous times, like 17 times it says the end of, ends of the earth. So that makes it kind of hard to say, well, you know, if the earth is a globe, it can't really have ends, you know? And then it talks about, <laughs> it talks about the firmament. It talks about the second and the third heaven, you know? And, and where, you know, we're like, well, where is Satan? Where does he reign? Well, he reigns in our airspace in the second heavens. Mm-hmm. And so and then there's the third heaven, which is where God is. So when, he, when that came down, they have no ability to go back up to heaven. And so they are left here to occupy this earth. And so they get to occupy people. As soon as you allow that, you know, Satan legal ground access, then these demons can access you. So alcoholism, drug abuse, all of those, those are demonic spirits and they can be cast out. It's just you have to believe that that you can be healed from it. And I mean, just like any other disease, cancer, heart attacks, whatever. Um, I, and I will tell you that one of the curses of Freemasonry is Alzheimer's and dementia. And the reason why is because your body, your brain can't handle what was done, what you did or what you allowed people to do to you, you know, you or your children. And so when they get older, they develop Alzheimer's and dementia to be able to cope with it. And uh, their brain just kind of disconnects and dies. And so we want to reverse all of that. And we can do it. We just have to know. We have to know that 65% of the population has Freemasonry in their bloodline. 65% of the population has is on some sort of drug, at least one drug, which is kind of crazy how interconnected that they are. And that we have the ability to free ourselves from all of the things that our ancestors did or what we have done. If you just turn and repent, repent of it, repent of it for what your ancestors did, walk away from the lodge and stop believing that you're going to die and get killed for telling the truth. The truth will set you free. That's why God says it in the Bible. The truth shall set you free. And so we have to stop believing these lies that Satan has, um, has, has shared with us. God also said in the Bible, do not fear 365 times enough for every single day of the year. Right. Um, now, Lindsay, and I, I agree here, but she said, I've always had a feeling that certain of us choose to be here at this exact time in history, and this is how we've brought, been brought together. No coincidences. No, because I wanted to say something a whole bunch of times before, and you jumped in, so now fuck off. It's my turn. <laughs> so, um, 
Uh, and Texas Trout said, I agree. There's no coincidences. But I, I got to say, I, I do agree that we're in the harvest time right now, but I think that is very quickly coming to a close. I yeah. think we are, that is almost over. Um, at the time, the time, the awakening is the great awakening is almost done. If you're not awake by now, then you know what? It's, it, it's probably not going to happen at this point. Um, I think now's the time that we need to collect our flock as it were circle the wagons and, um, and, and find all of those. We've all been brought together for a reason mm -hmm. those of us that are meant to do something in this time in this place yep. we've all been brought together for a reason and and we're going to find out what that reason is really soon we're so. puzzle pieces exactly I think, I think we were scattered we were scattered across the world and now god is allowing us back together to put the puzzle pieces together so we know what we are supposed to do and i mean I know it's to go, we have to go back. We have to go back to the old times, like how it was before. We have to go back to, to having our own, to making our own food. We don't need to, we don't need to make, I mean, let's, let's just face it. If we all had a place to stay, roof over our head, and we had food and we had water, do we need anything else? No. We don't. I mean, no. and it's just like for the last two years, I've been sitting here beating my brain, my racking my brain like, why, why do we need all this stuff? We need each other. We need, we need to have, we need to create a community so that we can take care of each other. If you grow this thing, this, and I grow strawberries and you grow watermelon, guess what? We trade, we barter. That's the way we're, we're going to have to go back. And that's, I mean, I, I, quite frankly, I think that that's what's going to happen is we're going to have to go back to farming and providing for each other and working together instead of, you know, because I mean, a lot of this stuff's going to fall and there's not going to be jobs, you know, it's going to be, they're going to be gone. And part, the ones that are for God aren't going to have the ability to create an income and aren't going to have the ability to go to the grocery store and buy their own food. So we, and we have to be, we have to be prepared for that. And God is saying clearly, you have to be prepared because the last thing you want is to take the mark of the beast just because you were not prepared. Just because you wanted to go on a cruise. Exactly. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't. <clears throat> Don't it. And did you I, know? I got my, my cousin, and I pray to God she didn't get the shot, but we went down to Orlando last week and she lives down there. And I reached out to her and I was like, hey, you want to come out with us tomorrow? And she was like, I can't. I'm going to get the vaccine. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's two years later. You know everything that's been going on. I've told you why. She was like, well, because I've got this cruise that I've already paid for and I can't go without it. I was like, no, just no. Just Did no. You, so last week I was speaking at an event in Dallas and it hit me. So the second person said it. So one person was from the Netherlands. He flew there. He and he made a comment. He said he had to get vaccinated before he came, and because he wasn't a U.S. citizen. And then a lady from Africa said the same thing that she had to get vaccinated before she she came. So I just looked it up, and every person who's not a U.S. citizen that is flying into the United States is required to get vaccinated. But guess what else? Every person who walks across the border is also required to get vaccinated. So they know exactly what they're doing. All they're doing is wiping out the population. And I mean, the CEO of Pfizer got up on the WHO stage mm -hmm. uh, two weeks ago and said, 
We have made impact. We are we are going to wipe out 50% of the population by 2023. Well, that that video I that video was heavily edited. Um, the one that they put out and they've the people that put it out have corrected it, but he actually said that um, we are going to make sure that 90% of the population that can't afford our vaccines will have access to them by 2023. That was actually what he said. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay. um, someone edited that video to make it sound like he said he was going to reduce the population. Well, but well, I know it's, the agenda is bad. It's the yeah. same damn thing. The agenda 25, the goal was to always wipe out 50%. So I do know that. And then 90% by, by 2030. And the reason why they need to wipe out that many people by 2030 is because there's going to be so many of us. There's going to be so many of God's children that they, if they don't wipe us all out by 2030, they will never stand a chance of but wiping us out again. I mean, we, we all, they want to get us down to 500 million, but really we're going to get down to 144,000. So, you know what? Anyway, what'd you have to add, babe? I, I didn't have anything to add. Uh, my eyeballs are floating and so are my molars now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we got to get off here. We're going to need Dr. some Midnight depends here in a second. A well, call Joe. I'm sure Joe's got some depends for you. Okay. <laughs> Good yes. to know there's another pure, pure-blooded uh, little girl because I got a 10-year-old boy about three hours down the road from y'all. So, you know, just saying if the if the bride I have picked out for him doesn't work out, then, you exactly. know, we got to back up. We got to go. We got to go back to picking out our children's. Um, yeah. We have to do that. Oh, oh no. My mother picks him for me. Um, That's awesome. I think she regrets it now. She kind of does. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and not in the empty wine bottle. That's funny. All right. So, uh, Courtney, this is amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. It's Yeah. Where can people find you? Yes. Um, well, otbtax.com is my website, so you can find me there for tax stuff. But uh, my email is probably, you know, if you want to, if you want to reach out to me by email, it's Courtney at otbtax. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y at otbtax.com. And obviously, I'm on all the social media channels: Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, I will say, I, I do have to say this last thing. Um, I was a platinum partner with Tony Robbins and uh, for two years in a row. And 2019 was the first year that I became a platinum partner for him. And what that is, is you spend $85,000 a year and you get to go to all the Tony Robbins events. Now I've realized that uh, some of the things that Tony does are very much new age. So I'm not going down that road because I'm on his website and, and stuff like that. I've spoken for Tony. But what I will share, and, and it just it popped up this February, and I, I didn't really pay attention to it much um, in 2019, um, but I took a whole bunch of pictures of the slides from 2019. And, you know, the crazy part, I had my daughter had just left uh, two days before this event and decided she didn't want to live with me anymore. Uh, I took her cell phone and she ended up uh, going to her dad's for the weekend and devised a plan that she didn't have to live with me and went to a mental institution, said she wanted to kill herself because of me. And uh, she would never even had an argument. Like, I mean, it was just like, this is craziness. 
And, you know, funny, funny how that happens. One of my cousins having a conversation with her, her daughter did the exact same thing at the exact same age as my daughter. Um, So now, you know, understanding they try to do everything they can to wipe you out by, by 16 they're going to try their best to get a, do- a girl at 16 because they, they give you over to Satan at that point. So boys is between 10 and 16. Girls are 16th birthday. That's why it's considered a sweet 16. Um, but I do, I have to share this with you because we all know Dustin Moscovich is the co-founder of Facebook. Maybe we all know that. Um, but Dustin Moscovich is also the founder of, um, or one of the big time owners of CRISPR technology. And CRISPR technology is obviously what they have in this vaccine. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't coherent. I guess I would have to say at this event, Tony did this massive transformation on me. I wasn't really thinking about anything as far as financial or whatever. But there was these slides that that a guy popped up and started talking about, and he said testing started on CRISPR edited mosquitoes to stop the spread of malaria. Using CRISPR, 15 years, saying it took 15 years and $100 million later to address malaria-carrying mosquitoes that kill 500,000 people per year. And it says this is the first time we've shown that we can, in principle, manipulate the fate of an entire species. Mm -hmm. This was three years ago. So it was on my timeline, and it popped up. And I, I mean, I got severely sick. I'm like, Oh my God, they showed all of this to us that day. And, and, and it talks about the tech world that the tech giants are entering into healthcare. And, you know, Tom, the head of Apple, CEO of Apple says, you know, that I hope that we will actually be the greatest. Um, what was it? He said exactly. Uh, oh, I believe if you zoom out into the future, look back and ask the question, what was Apple's greatest contribution to mankind? It will be about health. Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. But it also talks about, and I'll show you this, this is what made me sick. So CRISPR babies, and I'll just show it to you. So CRISPR babies, deletion of the gene CCR5 to make twin Chinese girls HIV resistant may have also changed, enhanced their cognition and memory, making them smarter. Well, why would we care if we had a child who was HIV resistant if we didn't have millions of babies dying from HIV? Hmm. I'm HIV resistant because I'm RH negative. Exactly. Well, here's the other one. The power of, of CRISPR to cure human disease. And it says of more than 50,000 genetic changes currently known to be associated with disease in humans, 32,000 are caused by the simple swap of one base pair for another. And the first one is cystic fibrosis. The second one is sickle cell disease. So they're saying CRISPR technology wipes out all of these 32,000 diseases, which is why people would agree to have them done because they're no longer going to have these diseases. Then it goes into detail on cocaine-proof mice, that CRISPR gene editing causes cocaine-proof mice. And it says end of addictions. Well, what did we just have? We had crack pipes handed out by Joe Biden. So they're getting us ready to say, oh, this CRISPR technology is going to wipe out all of these things, and we're just going to give them a vaccine now. We're not going to have to worry about it. 
And then they, they kind of have a black eye right now though, because yep. remember what CRISPR does Rem where in the gene sequence does it edit? It edits at the CCGG genomes yep. because they're the two most commonly recur recurring genomes within yep. a DNA sequence that are found together. So they edit at that point, the CCGG repeating and it constantly happens throughout your DNA sequence. Everybody's yep. got it. So their the CRISPR technology is what they Moderna turned around and said, Hey, look, we're gonna edit this one. And when we edit this one, this prevents the human body from contracting COVID or creates a spike protein that's more deadly than the, the COVID yes. spike protein. Now it's interesting you brought that up because CRISPR, what what does CRISPR actually stand for? Have you ever looked that up? No. You gotta look up what CRISPR stands for. It's actually an acronym. Everybody thinks it's after the doctor's name, but look up the, the acronym CRISPR. CRISPR is actually an acronym. It's a medical acronym. Okay. And it has something to do with uh, genome splicing. I don't remember exactly what the acronym is off the top of my head. I just know that it's an acronym. It, it has something to do with genome splicing specifically. And the doctor that came up with it, this, uh, uh, whatever his name was, Manuela, whatever his name, the, the doctor CRISPR, this dude... <laughs> came up with this idea is, hey, if we splice here, yep, and that's where that, that stuff started with you, if we start here, we can protect you from this. And then they were like, hey, if we add these two as well, this will protect you from this. Clustered, regularly, there interspaced, short, palindromic repeats. Mm -hmm. I, I, knew it was, I knew it was out there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And it used to be called just genetic splicing. Correct. I mean, that's what it was for yeah. eons till they changed the name of it. And the, first they introduced it into the animal population. Correct. And it was like, oh, this breed of dogs has hip dysplasia. So yep. we're going to cut out that part of your sequencing that causes hip dysplasia. And, and what so then you can make with? a healthy, healthy breed. What yep. they replace it with. Hmm. They replaced whatever the hell they want. CCGG. No, they replaced <laughs> it with the CCGG genome because it's so common. But what they didn't realize, and you remember it, obviously, Janet, we went to the same class and took the same class on this. So we both remember it. But do you remember what happened to the first 49 dogs that they did that to? They hmm. died. Hmm. Kind of like the humans. When did they die, though? Trials. And what, what sex were all the dogs? Female. I guess female and they, they were died. All females in and they were all six months. No, they all during birth died. Mm. Because by replacing those certain genetic sequences, it prevented other things in the human body from working the way they were supposed to. Right. So one of the big ones was your platelets. The platelets weren't doing what they're supposed to do. So right. when a woman gives birth, in case men you're not aware of this, they bleed a lot. Mm -hmm. If they lose too much, if you lose too much of your ooze. Uh, well, also when die. a woman's pregnant, we du almost double the amount of blood in our body. So we, yeah. we, we well, can, we can do it a lot, yes. but yes. Um, anyway, so uh, Texas chat said, I went to a biohacking conference in Austin a while back and they brought up CRISPR and claimed it was the future. And mm -hmm. hey, I mean, the yes. clip that we played from uh, the X-Files <laughs> talked about CRISPR. No. CRISPR, yeah. CRISPR, the other thing they're thinking about that they can do with CRISPR, and this is where, what's his name? Elon Musk got the idea, the uh, idea for implanting everybody's memory in the metaverse or whatever 
Spricky call it now, whatever kids are calling it these days. But the idea of slipping in something the size of a gene in there that's electronic, mm -hmm. they're claiming that that would work in place of an actual gene. How? I have no idea because it's not like they talk to each other. Right. But through electricity and everything else, supposedly it generates a certain bond. And in nanoparticles, if it's able to be done, that's what their ultimate plan is. And then they can just press a button and bye bye. Uh, Janet, uh, Janet, goodbye, Janet. Janet, you're 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 not with us anymore. Janet. <laughs> bye, Janet. You're out. No, she, oh, she's now, now, now you're all over the place. <laughs> nope. Bye, Janet. No, no, don't remove Janet. Um, yeah. The the last one on here is CRISPR enables same-sex parents to give birth for the first time. Uh-huh, which is... China, yeah, China Healthy Mice with two mothers have been born for the first time. They produce 29 live mice that live to adulthood and have babies of their own. Mm -hmm. They're so, also doing that with male mice now in China as well. Correct. And hey, so in Scotland, men can get pregnant. That's right. Right? They well, give birth through their penises. Why can't you do that? I would not want to watch that. I, would I mean, not. seriously, if they really want to depopulate the planet, they should just gaslight everyone into thinking that only men can get pregnant. We'll never have any more babies. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we, we Nick's still thinking yeah. about yeah. that. Because he knows that we have like nine and 10 pound babies. So, exactly. you know, exactly. Uh, that's a giant. Yeah, that'd be rough. <laughs> I think you have to cut them out. You're such I a cut. I got a piece so bad, and now you're talking about this. Yes. Well, <laughs> we we need to get off, but um, yeah. I mean this this was awesome. That if you want to know what their plans are, you got to get this Future Humans book. Yeah, that's uh, that's that uh, uh the kids book. Human, uh, yeah, but it's uh, it's uh, in, what the hell's the name of it? Somebody just set it up here. I just saw them. They just posted it. I, I just saw the. I'm looking for the for the the name of it. It's that uh, inter thing. Transhumanism. A empty empty wine. It's basically model. a book on Same. transhumanism. I do have one handy. Not a problem. Yeah. And he's Irish, so his dick fell off his hip in the top. So rude. <laughs> Anywho, thank you again, Madame, for coming on tonight. Thank you, Madame. Always deplorable, Janet. How are you feeling since you're? Um, Five minutes of fame. Did anyone, has anyone harassed you or recognized you yet, Janet? No. Nope. And you know what? I even, I even told a friend that tonight that, you know, I was in the video too. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I watched it and I didn't see you. And I'm like, dude, I was literally at the in beginning. The five seconds. Standing. Yeah. Standing with Mick right behind you. Yes. Yeah. And Maybe. I'm like, I even had my deplorable Janet sweatshirt on. I'm like, you didn't I see me. He's like, I didn't even pay attention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My dad. No hate mail yet, but my dad saw it too. My dad saw it said. Yeah. She's like, who are you standing? Was, to? Did is you? She, were you guys did, on the hill, or is she just that much shorter than you? I was like, wow. Ha, 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 ha. Yes, I'm fun size. Thank you very much. Um, but I was gonna say it was so selectively edited of you Lynn. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um that was from that national geographic interview that you did oh was that what it was that's yes one. it was because that's when we were standing in that area yeah that's that's and i was talking that, about cancel culture yes and i said that's, i want to keep my show 
I'm not allowed to say what's going to happen. Right. That's exactly what it was from, Mm -hmm. was that very first interview with them. And then part of what they edited into this video was the noose. I don't know if you saw that. That wasn't there. That was never there. The the wood thing with the noose hanging from it. And I'm like, that is bullshit. Yeah. Because that was not anywhere there. I remember seeing the wood thing, but I don't ever remember seeing any news. Nope. That's okay. We're going to sue the U.S. government for defamation. Yep. So. Yep, because that, and uh, yeah, I would be interested to see if you could get that entire uh, video clip from yep. National Geographic because yeah. I would sue their ass off for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Yeah, All right. Just send me that video. Let me see. <sighs> Yeah. And Courtney, I'd love for you to come on my show too because I have so I many questions. That. Yeah, I have so many questions for you. I'm also going to pimp you out to Justin too because he would love to talk to you, especially about the Mason angle because he hates yeah. Masons. So, well, as I, you can't pimp me out sexually anymore, so <laughs> you no, can no. pimp me out and I'll answer any question you want to. But yeah, pimp in your brain, my dear. Yeah, we're all podcast whores around here, not actual <laughs> ones. So, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that's, that's he might perfect. be an actual one, but yeah, you know, Any, okay. someone's got to keep the money rolling in now that I'm right. only work, not working for money. Anything that I can do to help people get free. That's, that's what we got to do right now. So we mm-hmm. can build a bigger army. Cause yep. you know what the, I, I'll just tell you this last thing. When you do that Freemasonry prayer and go through all the 30, all the 33 degrees and you re- renounce everything, you can feel in the spiritual realm, you can actually feel people. It's almost as if they're moving from Satan's army over into God's army. Mm-hmm. And it's, is is the most amazing thing. I mean, I've had, I've had people, the guy who, who was involved in Demolay, I actually did them at prayer with him because you have to, ha- you have to do it with someone else, especially if you've been involved in Freemasonry because it can trigger suicide programming. And he's, he couldn't breathe. He had gotten to a point where he couldn't speak at one at one at one part of it, and then the other, like his heart, like he he felt like he was having a heart attack, and we just had to keep going. I'm like, you have just keep speaking; it's perfectly fine. We have to keep going. And then two different people came up to us to try to stop us. They just started a conversation out of nowhere. Two different people while we were doing the Freemasonry prayer, and I'm like, you see what's happening? And he's like, I've I understand they they try to attack and stop every single step of the way. Right. So we just have to we have to help people through that. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I'll be happy to. We got our work cut out for us. That's for dang sure. <laughs> we got. I'm going to email you tomorrow. But okay. hey, you know what? It, I mean it 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 really does work. And you know, Mick will think I'm crazy, but he he already does, so it doesn't matter. Our one of our ducks. We have two ducklings now. Um, one of our ducks got into a fight with something, a raccoon or a fox, something that got into his run. And we came home from vacation and I found him and he was rough. Like I, on, I was like, if he survives the night, I'll take him to the vet tomorrow. Cause it was a Sunday, you no, know, it was Thursday. Anyway, the vet was already closed and he's a duck, you know? Um, I called the vet. They had an appointment the next day. I was like, if he survives the night, like that's how rough he was, right? This, this one got all pissy with me because I was sharpening my knives because no, I was getting ready to have a really duck. good no, no, no. duck. Dinner. He's only half grown. He's only seven weeks old. So I, uh, be but I went, I went out there with him and he was in such rough shape and I put my hands around him and I put him in his little pool 
And I held my like my hands and his heart and one on his head because his eye was all mauled and his beak was punctured and he was so rough. And I just I started praying and I prayed so hard. And I was like, God, please heal my duck. I cannot lose another animal right now. Like we just he's such a baby. We need this duck like he needs to live. God, please heal this duck. And when I tell you, he immediately perked up and when I, and he, he survived the night. And when I brought him to the vet the next day, they said his puncture had already started to heal and it wasn't even 24 hours old. And now two days later, uh, I went out there earlier and I could barely even tell the difference between him and the other duck because it's like all of his feathers grew back overnight. His eye that we thought was gone um is fully open like he's he's good he, it was like he was never hurt he's got a little scratch on his beak now but 48 hours and this duck is like almost totally healed it's yeah. amazing so yeah i, I love my Armstrong. he's very cool so <laughs> i credit god for healing my duck yep god's good that's right amazing my daughter said he's amazing what are you talking about god is good he's amazing he is amazing. right absolutely so, all, all right. right. Well, you all have a great night. We're going to get out of here. Uh, I've got to pee like there's no tomorrow. And uh, yeah, and I got to go check on the ducks because yeah. I didn't put the chickens up. Tonight, Bye, guys. So, so we appreciate so having both of you guys. Bye. 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 I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Have a good night, y'all. You too.
windmill where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life.